Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. What the hell is happening? It's Happy Groundhog, Groundhog Day! day. Is it- I got ya! <laughs> John, John knew right away. Yeah. He, was so <laughs> he was so smart. I got ya. I fooled you. I fooled you all at home. Oh. You're so fooled. Happy was, Groundhog Day, Joe. I was expecting, like, the stupid punny, like, what you guys think of the Super Bowl? What? How's that punny? Because everyone always does that, like, the, the fake, because uh, obviously we're recording this before the Super Bowl actually yeah. happens. So, oh, like, but the, it'll go out tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So we do the fake, like, oh, what are you guys? Aren't uh, you glad, insert believe... team name here yeah. one. Yeah. I what can't are... believe the, uh, I don't know who's playing, the Kansas City Chiefs? Yes. And yep. San Francisco 49ers. Nice. There you, go. you know, you're the biggest sports fan we have here, John. All right. Yeah. I've managed to absorb that information through contextually through like YouTube commercials. And yeah, shit. <laughs> just general pop culture osmosis. Yeah, uh, yeah. See, but I I got gotcha. you. You expected something Super Bowl related because I, I am a big sports fan and John is a sports fan as well. But is Monday Groundhog's Day? No, today is today Groundhog's is. Day. Literally the day we're recording this, February the second. Tony Phil already predicted early spring. Man, guaranteed it. Oh, Jesus, fuck. I didn't even know. Yeah, I, I yep. could tell by the fact that you were like, what's going on? I don't get why you just repeated yourself and then said, happy Groundhog's Day. And none of that put together in your Bill mind. Bill Murray would be disappointed in me. Yeah. He's in a Super Bowl commercial. Oh, is he? To tie it all together. Yeah, uh, yeah where it's because it's, it's not just game day. It's Groundhog's Day. So it's him and the guy who uh, sells insurance or whatever. Oh, that he punches? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I forget his name. I haven't seen the movie yet today. Either, though. I'm sure it's on some channel all day. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But no, gotcha. Happy Groundhog Day. Fuck. Early spring. I can't believe I didn't even know. Yeah. Shame on you. I don't know. I don't pay attention to shit. I did see a thing that was like, PETA said that the they should stop using the real groundhog and like make him AI or something or make it a I robot. I saw that also. Or hologram. I forget. They wanted some version of technology. Yeah, they like, wanted that's a robot not... groundhog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, that's not the point. Like... I Except don't... that groundhog probably lives the best life ever. Well, they they did actually like kill one once. It's like the 75th groundhog. Like, it's... It's not even the same, obviously, yeah. Groundhog. So, uh, yeah, he he lives a privileged life. He just gets to sit in his little hidey hole, and then yeah. once once a year, he's got to be inundated with flashbulbs and people and get held up like Simba at the beginning of the Lion King. And I'm sure it's <laughs> hell did, for did one they, day. Like, drop and kill one one time, probably. Yeah, I'm never up early enough to know. Oh yeah, because they do it at like six a.m. Yeah, or something. When the ridiculous. sun comes up. Yeah, it's uh, got to be the first uh, shadow of the whatever. The month. The month? Well, no, I guess there would have been shadows yesterday. I don't know. The whole thing just doesn't make any sense. Of Groundhog's Day. Yeah. I don't understand it. I don't know why it started. I don't care to learn either. So, if you know, I I guess you can tell me, but... It is a really weird... I actually, I, I am. I've never thought about it, and now that you've mentioned that, I am like, who the fuck was the first person to like look at a groundhog and go, that thing will tell me when the when summer's or when spring's gonna start? I don't, I don't know, but I also like, like I said, I don't care enough to look up the history of Groundhog's Day. Something that very clearly should have been just like a local tradition that everyone thought was quirky and fun, but yet somehow has spawned into a, a national recognition of when spring is coming. Mm. I don't know why, but Groundhog Day makes me think of Weasel Stomping Day. Mm. <laughs> They're very similar holidays. Although yeah. I get the point of Weasel Stomping Day. Hip, hip, you hooray. Get... It's Weasel Stomping There's Day. too many weasels. Yeah. Or Whacking stomping. Day. Whacking Day as well. Mm-hmm. That one also makes sense. Gotta get them snakes. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta get them out. Mm-hmm. Whack them snakes. Um, but yeah. So what'd you think of the Super Bowl, Joe? Obviously you watched it. You're a big fan. 
Oh yeah, I can't believe the uh, last minute upset when the. Oh, you don't I, know I, who's favorite. You don't. I, I honestly have no see, fucking clue. You got to be vaguer than that if you're gonna make it up. Like I couldn't believe that 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 one pass where like. Uh, you didn't think he was going to come down with it, and then he absolutely did. That was nuts. Yeah, all the replays and everything like that. I know. still couldn't tell. No. And the fact that they didn't overturn it was insane. Yeah, technology like, gets so crazy, and you can't even see anything anyway, and yeah. it doesn't matter. I understand it's part of the game. Like, there's the human element right. of, like, the rest calling it on the field, but, like, that's why we have replay. You, you can't have that. In the biggest game of the year, too. Like, right. it's the Super Bowl. You can't have that. Most important. See, Absolutely. Was, yeah. See, Joe, that was vague enough to where that could conceivably happen at some point. I agree. <laughs> there is going to be a penalty at some point, and there's yeah, going to be a catch be a replay, that is going to, you know, yeah, return. Yeah. It's going to be fine. Mm. It's going to decide the game. Uh, what do you think of the Shakira Jennifer Lopez halftime show? Is that actually happening? Yes. I can't believe they repeated the, the time. Yeah. I can't believe they repeated the um, uh, Madonna thing with uh, was that Madonna and uh, no, Justin Timberlake? Jackson. Oh, Janet Jackson. Oh yeah, I want that. I knew that one. Yeah, let's do that. I remember seeing that. I was like, because I was, it would have been, was that 2001? I would have been like 13 or 14. And I remember like I was watching it and all the adults at the Super Bowl party I was at were like in the kitchen, like eating food or whatever. And I was just like, did anyone, did anyone see that? Because I think I saw a boob. I saw my first boobie. <laughs> we were at a, I was at a, like a church event. Like they would throw a like Super Bowl party. But like everybody else was like off doing other stuff. And it was just like me and this girl, we were watching it. And I was just like. That's a boob. That's a boob. <laughs> well, I wasn't sure if like my eyes were playing tricks on me because like you know I was thirteen and desperate to see boobs, and there was one on the TV in the middle of the evening uh, with the people around. I was like, oh no, this is not how I'm supposed to be seeing this. Supposed <laughs> <laughs> to be alone in my room contemplating my life decisions. This is this is very different. I feel like I'm in Europe. Um, but yeah, so when we're not talking about sports that we clearly already watched uh, or Groundhog's Day and trying to figure out what which we is. also watched yeah or jan jackson's boobs or jan jackson's which boobs. we also watched <laughs> which we also watched uh we're playing video games so joe what'd you play this week uh i i didn't really play much this week uh i tested out all of those uh game boy advance games mm-hmm. that we bought last week we talked about mm-hmm. how we went on a game boy run trying to buy stuff so i i Did tried out like all the power rangers games that i got you know just to make sure that they still worked and everything yeah. um and yeah they all they all work fine um None of them are very good. <laughs> All of the ones that I put in were bad. Yeah. Uh, Solid which is, investments. Which is not very surprising. I wasn't exactly expecting them to be very Game, good. Game Boy games aren't the highest caliber to begin with. Well, it was the kind of thing where, like, as I was playing some of them, I was thinking, like, if I was playing these when they had come out, and, like, I was really into Power Rangers, I probably would have been a little more interested in them. Yeah. Um, uh, but they're just I, side-scrolling beat-em-ups, yeah? I pretty much, yeah. yeah. Uh, I didn't play the Yu Yu Hakusho ones, um, so I don't know how good those ones are yet. Um, I did play the Road Rage one, oh, okay. which was actually pretty good. I was surprised at how good this was, uh, especially since like I'm a big Road Rage game fan. Road Rash. Or Road Rash. God, yeah, yeah. I'm not even saying the name of the I, game. I'm right. the biggest fan of this game I don't know the name <laughs> of. Uh, yeah, I'm a big Road Rash fan. Um, I, Road Rash 3D is one of my like favorite games of all time. Um, and I didn't even really know this one existed. Like, it's one of those things where, like, when I looked at it, I'm like, I know I've seen this, but I never really, like, yeah. processed it, it kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so I put that in, I played that one, and it is actually surprisingly really good. Like, graphically, it looks really good. Um, uh, like, it honestly, well, I guess it's not really much a surprise. But, like, I had been playing uh, the, like, Sega Genesis ones earlier. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, yeah, this one's even better than, like, the Sega Genesis ones, uh, Sega Genesis ones which... I mean, it's a more advanced system, even though it's a handheld, so that's not really a surprise. 
Um, but the only like major downside to it was that there's no music or anything in it, or really any kind of sound effects, except for the sound of the bike. So you're just hearing... So it's just, you sit in there and you just hear, yeah, you just hear... Non-stop as you're playing it. And it just fucking, like, after a while, it's, I can't keep playing this game. Like, it's good, but, like, I can't yeah. keep playing this because it's just driving me nuts. That's how, um, because I, not during our run, but I picked up the Star Wars Episode One Racer on the Game Boy Color. Uh, and that's exactly the same thing. It's just... Uh, the sound of the engine going, yeah. But it's not even, like, that's not even necessarily the sound that a pod racer makes. It's just the sound a motorcycle makes that they clearly just had stock sound effects of. Mm-hmm. So that's the exact... So, like, I, I don't think I've completed one race yet, because I'm just like, ah, I can't. But I can't <laughs> play it with no sound. So maybe I'll download, like, the, uh, like the soundtrack. The background or something. Yeah, the OST to episode one and just play that. Instead. Just play the pod racing scene. Yeah, exactly. yeah, just put it on. Done deal. Just make my own. Set it as a loop over and over again to play that. So easy. I can do that, no problem. Uh, one thing I did pick up, not game, but game-related. Yep. Uh, Joe once again dips into the bag of it's visual, a knife. <laughs> the gag of visual props uh-huh. on the audio only podcast. For the audio only podcast, yes. uh, I picked up the um, back. Bu- I don't remember what the fuck it's the, called. The back button attachment. Yeah, for the, for the PS, 4. the PS4 DualShock for uh, back trigger attachment that came out this week, um, which is just that it adds two more buttons to the back of the controller. Uh, yeah. So very similar to the pro paddles on the uh, Xbox One. Yeah, pro or controller just a lot or... of like pro gaming controllers that you can pick up. Yeah, like aftermarket. third party one and yep. aftermarket ones. Um, so it's just an attachment that goes on to the bottom of the, the controller and then it has the extra buttons on the back and it has a like touch screen kind of, well, not a touch screen, but like a let up screen on the back of the yeah. controller, uh, which has the like actual buttons that you can, like the screen for how you know how you're remapping it. Um, I, I, it's kind of weird. Like, I, it's just I'm at this point. I'm so used to playing normally. Yeah. That like I have a hard time processing the idea of adding these extra buttons, just because I'm so my brain has been wired a certain way. Like yeah. these buttons have never existed for the last twenty five years of holding a PlayStation controller. <laughs> yeah. And now all of a sudden I'm like adding these extra things, and my brain is just going like, "Nope, can't process this." Um. I fooled around with it a little bit. Uh, I had to try and find like different button combos to figure out like what was the best one to put on it. Like first time I started using it, I mapped the uh, the 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 R three and L three like the click and the joystick buttons. Yeah. So I mapped the. Um, I, I was pretty much playing this with just Call of Duty. Like that seemed like the most appropriate thing to be testing. Yeah, you want to play it. Like as I'm thinking about, it, I'm like, oh, I'm, I can try out like Battlefront with it or something. Like I want to play a shooter with those because yeah, I can't that's imagine what they're being for. like. Oh, let me go play Uncharted and have this different button attachment thing. Yeah, I wasn't going to play, like, Gravity Rush no. with this. No, no, no. Um, so, yeah, I, I tried it with, like, different combos. Like I said, I put the, the, the stick-clicking ones to it. Um, and still, like, instinctively, every time my brain said, throw a grenade or run, I would just click in the sticks. Just because that's how I've been wired at this point. Yeah. Um, ultimately, like, the only thing that I found that actually kind of worked... Uh, was just mapping R2 and L2 to it. So I just mapped, like, the triggers. So yeah. aim down sight and uh, shoot to that. Um, and I was actually kind of surprised at, like, how I was instantly, like, able to do that. Like, I didn't even have to really think about it, like, all of a sudden, just because it was there. And I think it's because, like, those fingers are kind of, like, already mapped to them as well kind of thing, like, mentally. Like, usually when you kind of pull, like, one thing, like, you 
you start moving the other one as well. Like yeah. if you move your uh, pointer finger, like your index finger automatically kind of moves with it. You know, if you concentrate, you know, obviously you can keep doing that, but it's just when you're not thinking you do it. So, so what fingers are you using on the attachments? Uh, it kind of depends on how I'm like holding it. Uh, yeah. Like usually I'm kind of going like this. Well, it's visual need, thing. So just I'm using with your pointer fingers. fingers on the top. Yeah. Yeah. Pointer fingers on the actual triggers okay. and then middle finger on the buttons. Okay. That's how I usually like kind of hold it. So yeah, like same. I was able to just instantly start doing this, you know, while playing just clicking in my middle finger on those two buttons. Yeah. Um, but it didn't feel like it did anything. Like it didn't make my reaction time quicker or anything. You don't feel like you got better that round. No, like it, I'm still rounds. pretty much playing exactly the same. It's just now I'm just clicking a different button. That's not very much different from the one I'm clicking anyways, or I would have been clicking anyways. How's the tactile feel for that? Cause I really like the triggers on the dual shock four. They, they do have a nice like click to them, but does it feel like, does it feel responsive? Like, does it feel good? It feels exactly the same. Okay. Like I said, I didn't really feel like any different. And I'm, I always thought of these were supposed to be like for the pros that are like experts at hitting things. But I don't know. Yeah, I, I got to try like other things. Like maybe, you know, switch it to like crouch and lay down so that I can just instantly like hit the dirt, you know? Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, it doesn't, it's not, doesn't feel like a waste, but it doesn't also feel like a benefit. Yeah, it's not so. enhancing the overall feel. But I mean, I'm too greatly. Despite what you guys always like to tease me, I'm not a pro. I'm not an expert at this game. <laughs> so so humble. So I wonder modest. if you start playing a new game without ever like playing it before. That might be an interesting tactic. Like actually. start a start a brand new game and then train yourself to use those buttons as the buttons of that game instead yeah. of as an option. That might be an interesting way to do it. Yeah, but Joe would have to have a back catalog a mile long to even be able to pull a game yeah. from it. Yeah, you would have to have, to have games that. that he bought that he never played before. Yeah, which I don't think that's the thing. Yeah, absolutely not. Joe plays and beats <laughs> I everything. Everything I get. Yeah, as a god would. <laughs> uh, uh, so that was one thing I got, and then I got another weird little attachmenty thing. There's another weird little attachment. Oh, there is a, I was wondering if there was a headphone jack on the bottom of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it in. takes place. Yeah, and I mean, it, 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 it's pretty flush against the bottom of it. Like, it, it doesn't seem like it's any clunkier than a normal dual shock. Like, it doesn't seem wonky to hold. Yeah, it doesn't way. affect like, it feels feels the aesthetic. The only yeah. thing is, like, sometimes if you're getting, like, really into something and you, like, grip the controller very hard, it like, you might end up accidentally hitting those buttons. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, because you don't have to push them down too hard. No. But no, I like the little screen on it. Like, it's cool. And ultimately, I mean, the rumor is that this is going to be what the DualShock 5 is essentially going forward. Hmm. So, I mean, I guess it might be a thing to, worth getting used to. The only other uh, major complaint that I would have with it was um, it's an extra thing to accidentally click, like, when you're putting your controller down. Yeah. Is it tight? Does it will it touch the table if you put your or only if you're like throwing it down on the couch or like a pillow like when I'm like watching something on YouTube and I take it and I like put it down on like the pillow oh yeah yeah and then all of a sudden like my video is like fast forwarding really fast and I'm like what the fuck is going on ah shit shit and yeah. pick it up so yeah I have done that a couple of times so I just have to like make sure to put it more on a like flat surface. Mm -hmm. Because, uh, I mean, it is designed so that you don't accidentally hit them if you put it down on something flat. Yeah. But if you put it on, like, an uneven surface... You yeah, everyone accidentally... throws it down on their bed or their couch or whatever, so that's not that surprising. And then the other uh, interesting little attachment that I got was... More visual uh, stuff. A... What the fuck is that? <laughs> it is a... 
uh, Nintendo DS keyboard controller? For yes, what it is. game? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah that. Uh, it, it only worked with the game that it came with. Let me see this. <laughs> Hold on a second. You might want to take it. a picture of that and put it on a, the Twitter or something. Oh my god. Uh, so it, what came it? came with a game called Easy Piano for the, the uh, Nintendo DS. And obviously it only works on the uh, Nintendo or the DS Lite, like the original DS Lite, because it has a Game Boy attachment slot that you have to connect it to. Does it attach to the fat DS, like the original? Uh, it wouldn't fit flush. Yeah, I'm not even sure. Because it's like a wonky shape. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it is designed for so the. Stupid. It's just a single octave, too. Oh, yeah, give me the. Yeah, it's a one octave keyboard controller. Yeah. Um, and the the game is in it. I have the game as well. I don't have the like the boxes and stuff. I just got the game and the the controller. So what made you want to buy this? Yeah. Uh, I, uh my friend that works at the used uh, retro store. Uh, she just messaged me saying like, I know you like weird attachments and controllers and accessories and stuff. We got this thing in. Do you want it? And I was like, I have never seen that before. What so, the hell is that? Yes, I absolutely do. Yeah. So uh, did you and learn was, how to play piano? They gave it to me for free because they're just like, we we don't really need it and it's not really worth anything. So yeah, here you go. And you spent enough money in there. So yeah. you're good. Wait, did they give you the game for free too? Or do you have to buy the game? No, they gave me the game and they gave me the whole thing for oh. free. Oh, sick. So have you learned how to play piano yet? Uh, I mean, I did play it. Um, one thing I had to say that I was actually surprised by, um, the, my DS Lite, I like took it off my like little display where I have all my DSs and stuff set up. Yeah. Um, and it was fully charged. I haven't touched this thing in years. Normally you'd think that they would just like leak, you know, cause you don't touch electronics and sometimes just like the, the battery leaks like, out. like dries, yeah. you know, dries up. Uh, nope, fully fucking charged. Because I was like, oh Ready shit, like go. I don't think I have a charger for this anymore. I was like, ah oh, man, I'm, am I gonna be able to like, get this to work? Turn it on, start it up right away. I was like, holy shit, man. Is that the same charger for the 3DS? No. No, I think this one had its own charger. Yeah, oh, okay. the 3DS, 3DS had like a wider. big, fat, wide one. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, this is more. It's not even. I don't even know what the fuck it is. Some They're all like proprietary. Priori- yeah, proprietary. Yeah, yeah, they all are. Um, but I, I started up and I did play it for a little bit, and like it's basically just a rhythm game. Like, oh, nice. Yeah, that like it. It has a thing for like teaching you how to play piano. The uh, I should say the game is called uh, Easy Piano. Yeah, I think you said that. Yeah, you oh, did, did I did okay. mention yeah. that? Yeah, I was just laughing at the whole concept of it, so it may not have come through. Yeah, um, but uh, like it, it has a like teach you how to play piano with one mode. octave. Yeah, and like to like teach you the basics and stuff. But it also just has like a um, just a like free play mode that you can play. That this makes it essentially just a rhythm game you know and it like it has like a a track and it puts like a color thing on the bottom of the screen indicating what keys are what like color and it just you have to kind of match the colors to the keys as they go across the track uh standard rhythm rock band stuff yeah. yeah now did you play keyboard on rock band 3 tried to uh, barely <laughs> okay, but you never like hmm? you had it like, oh yeah had, okay yeah i had the, the whole setup and everything okay. and you know, everybody would give it a try, but it was... It's hard. It's fucking hard. I think Rammstein was the only song that ever anybody was ever able to play, because it was just a do 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 Like, it was yeah. just the same thing, yeah. repeated over and over, over again. Over and over again. Until you got to the end of the song, where it's do 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 There wasn't very many songs unlocked. Like, you had to play it to, like, unlock more songs in the game, I guess. So you're telling me the person that owned this prior didn't, didn't really put the time in to learn? Uh, I mean, I started a new game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um... Uh, but I was playing, um, Our House. <laughs> like, 
by the Talking Heads? Yeah, Wait, like, so there's licensed music in this? There's licensed music on it. I'm now a thousand percent more interested in this. <laughs> I didn't, I mean, like, it was the only, because it has, like, in different sections, so it has, like, you know, obviously, like, classical stuff, so it has, like, yeah. you know, Ave Maria and, like, Beethoven and all sorts of other different uh, yeah, classical songs. Um, and then it had, like, a pop culture section, and the only song that was unlocked at the time was Talking Heads, Our House. That's awesome. And I was just like, oh, okay, I was kind of surprised by this. Sounds like ass. Oh, I bet. <laughs> Especially coming through those tiny little speakers uh-huh. on the, the DS Lite. But... Yeah. And it's just the piano track. Like, it, it's not oh. playing the full song or anything like that. Oh. It's just the piano version of Our House. Oh. It just reminds me of, like, every, like, elementary school orchestra where they're, like, they're trying their hardest. God mm-hmm. bless them. But every song sounds like ass. Uh-huh. Like, I remember... Uh, as a kid, we were like sitting there, like the Star Wars, you know, um, special editions had just come out, and so I was at like the height of my giving a shit about Star Wars before recent years, you know, Star Wars times, and I just remember being like, "They're fucking butchering it. They're fucking, they're butchering every single piece of this. You're all terrible people. Put down your instruments and give up forever. Stand like, up and search your yeah. But like, just in my head, I'm just like, "Oh God, this you gotta is... start somewhere." I know, but it's like it's just that thing of like, I don't want to listen to the really shitty version of this one instrument playing this song that I know and like. So that's why this seems really funny to me. So yeah, I'm going to have to try that before you go. <laughs> yeah, I and I'm glad much. you surprised us with it on the show. I know. I, I thought about showing it to you earlier and letting you play with it, but I'm like, nah, nah, this has got to be, no, this this be a what the fuck is that moment. Yeah, this needs an actual reaction uh, in real time, so I thank you for that. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. Uh, what about you, John? What did you play this week? Uh, so I played a couple things. Where's your bag of stuff? Do you have a bag of stuff, too? Uh, I am a bag of stuff. Oh. <laughs> I have a lot of baggage. Um, so I went into Dave & Buster's for the first time yesterday. Oh. Like, the first time ever to any Dave & Buster's? Yeah, I've never been to a or Dave & Buster's before. not the one that before. opened in Manchester a few years no, ago. No, I've never been to a Dave & Buster's before. Oh, okay. Um, just, like, I didn't... I thought it was just, like shitty arc- like arcade games and drunk people so i didn't like know you could just go to the arcade it is pretty much what it is but yes the the restaurant bar is somewhat separate from yeah. the gaming space you don't necessarily have to interact yeah it's not like barcade where it's like that is the bar right but i mean there was a bunch of stuff that like i never played before i think joe you talked about like that keyboard game where it's like six keys or i think there's only four keys and like on the screen, it's just oh yeah, you just have to hit them in the the order that they they pop yeah, up on four the screen. Giant like keys. Yeah, it's not a rhythm game or anything like that. It's just like a you see uh, probably four at a time, and you try and hit them as fast as you can within yeah. I think a thirty second radius. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And like the first time I tried it, I didn't get it. I was just like, I got twelve, and I was like, okay, that's not good. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, well, it's like not going to music or anything like that. And I was fucking mashing on it, and I got seventy one, which was like third on their high score list. Nice. And I was like, I knew better than this. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that's exactly like you just keep going like i can do better yeah yeah i can do better than that so yeah, i kept yeah. going and going and, and then i made the top five places on the scoreboard 77 was my high and then nice. i was like all right i'm walking away but yeah. like it, you get tickets for them or digital kit tickets they're not yeah. real tickets yeah you get a like card yeah so i ended up walking away with like a ton of tickets um you can buy any Nintendo 64 uh they had a they had a switch there but it was a oh, okay. hundred thousand tickets yeah. and in the like i spent like 600 tokens or whatever i got 300 tickets okay. back um so it's gonna be a while until i get another yes. switch you just keep banking yeah. them um, going back and banking them yeah no, but, every time i think about prizes at places like that i just think about like fun zone back in the day or any of those yeah. like when i was a kid and there's always just like the nintendo 64 like right. just on the back there it's some or south, south park everything yeah 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 
Yeah. Uh, do I need a stuffed Cartman? Right. Do I, uh, wearing the, you know, whatever the shirt was. Yeah. Um, they had Mario Kart, which was not good. Um, like it just was like the slowest Mario Kart and it, it was in its two laps of like anything. So it's the fastest race and it's like the time wise and yeah, yeah. also your cars just go super slow. Huh. Um, so I, we played that and I was just like, that was disappointing. Um, they had a, uh, Luigi's Mansion game, oh, which cool. was also impossible to control. Do you um, have like a, like you, with your hands, you made it seem like you were holding a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. It's a physical, like it's oh, a, okay. it's a rail game. Um, where like you have to like flash the um the ghosts and then you you know hold it down to to pull them in. Yeah. The vibrator thing on mine was broken. The rumble on mine was broken. <laughs> <There it is. laughs> um. So it kept like it was like knocking up against the plastic. So it was like very audible. Um. And then like you're supposed to like wave it in the direction that it tells you. Yeah. But like you're in a booth like if you're playing this two player with somebody else who's also doing the same thing. So I just kept smacking my friend in like the face with the the vacuum. Is it like, are you standing there or is it like a sit no, down, it's a sit house down of thing. the dead kind yeah. of? Okay. I was, no, I see, I was expecting it like how they have, you know, like a time crisis where yeah, you're you, standing there. With, no, like uh, you have to sit inside of a thing. Uh, oh. You said, you said booth. So like I pictured two people just standing next to each other. No, yeah. like we're physically sitting in a booth, like a yeah. restaurant. So it's like a restaurant. Jurassic Park game or yeah, any of those. Yeah. Gotcha. No, I was, yeah, I was totally picturing, you know, time crisis style where the vacuum cleaner is attached to a thing and I'm just standing there and can move around. No, it was somewhat like a, ease. Yeah, no. a sitting down rail shooter. It wasn't very fun, which was surprising. So like the two like Nintendo licensed things that we played were not good. Mm-hmm. They had the like um, Olympic one that you played, Joe, mm-hmm. but I just wasn't interested in jumping around and running like an idiot. Um, we played the House of the Dead game that we played in Japan, Joe, mm-hmm. uh, but it was different for the American versions. You can choose your weapons in the oh. beginning. So like you choose two weapons. So like I chose a shotgun and a machine gun, but then. The very, like, beginning of the game, if you're playing two-player, like, one of the players gets downed, and it happened to be me, and my, and my friend just wasn't doing anything to pick me back up. So I was just like, all right, that, that was a waste of money. Like, <laughs> thanks. So I was just out. It was, like, probably 30 seconds into the game, and I was just like, oh. hmm, okay, well, I'm just going to sit here and watch you do the rest. Yeah. Um, so uh, there was a, a couple other things that we played. There was... Um, a uh, pac-man battle royale game i love that game oh yeah yeah uh, the, uh, the bar down the street has it too it, it was super fun but the joy the joystick i had was busted oh so sure like, it was <laughs> so like i couldn't move Fair left and i was oh. just like pushing it and i was like come on come on come on come on oh. so like i had to like go down and then like hit a corner and hope i bumped to like get me to turn around it was yeah it was fun for like knowing what it was but i just had to know like i couldn't turn right so i did or left i had to turn right three times yeah every time like the first time i played it I was like this is a revolution in pac-man and this was years and this yeah. was before battle royales were even like a thing yeah that every you know gaming franchise had one mm-hmm. uh and i was like oh did, every time i would see someone I'd be like do you guys play pac-man versus have you guys ever played that game that game's so much fun yeah it was super fun yeah um and then they had uh the world's largest pac-man which was like oh, okay. this giant, like it had to be like 15 feet tall and it was like all LED lights instead of like a, an actual screen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I played the crap out of that and got the high score in that one too. I was just like, nice. yay. Either they reset these every day or everyone oh, sucks. Did it have like a giant joystick? No, it just had a normal joystick, oh, but it was, uh, it was like a combination Galaga, um, uh, Pac-Man machine. So you could choose the world's largest Galaga or world's largest Pac-Man, but I was like, fuck yeah, Pac-Man. Nice. Um, and then I played a couple more things on Apple Arcade. There was a game called Jumping John that I played because they spelled it my way, the okay. right way. 
um, which was said it was a, a Castlevania-esque game or Metroidvania-esque game that you could play in 30-second increments. And I was like, I don't know how this works. But I mean, Technically, any game you could play in 30-second increments. Well, that's why I was really like, what, to. is it just going to turn off? But you go, and when you get a feather, that starts a timer for 30 seconds. And at the end of the 30 seconds, you die, and you go back to where that feather was, unless you find another feather. Oh, so it's like uh, Underwater Sonic, where you need to find another breath bubble. Otherwise, you yeah. go back to the beginning where yeah. you found that first breath bubble. <laughs> I guess. Um, it was like decently fun. The controls were kind of floaty. Um, I like the like the art style was like blocky, cartoony. Um, it was, it sounds there was like another game called like Half a Minute Hero. Yeah, yeah, but like that was that. like an RPG, I think. Mm. But uh, it just had the same like fifteen second song loop, so it was really annoying after a while. So I played it for a decent amount, and then I just paused, like turned off the sound. Yeah. Um, and then I played the real Pac Man Royale on the Apple Arcade as well, um, which this one's different from the arcade one, where if you turn into a uh, when you die, you turn into a ghost, and then the ghosts can go and kill the other Pac-Man. And oh, then cool. you can get back in the game if you kill another Pac-Man. Oh, And then it's cool. the last Pac-Man alive out of four that survive. Yeah, because the other one is just, you have to get the pet, the like, the pet, the, the, the power big, pellet. The power pellet. Yeah, and yeah. you turn into a giant Pac-Man right. that allows you to eat the smaller ones. Yeah. And, like, this still has the power pellet. And, yeah. the, and the power pellets in this move, so, like, it's not just the ones that are in the corner, like, yeah. in regular Pac-Man. It comes in and then, like, it moves around. So, like, you have to, like, str- strategy, you know, when the power pallet comes in and, I, like, I'm a ghost, I'm just, like, fucking camping the shit out of the power pallet because it moves around the screen. So, I'm just, like, all right, come and, come and try and eat the power pallet, but I got to get you first. Like, yeah. um, I don't know if I was playing against other people or I was just playing against the computer. It had, like, the random name generator or they were actual people. I couldn't tell. But I played, like, ten rounds of that and I was just, like, okay, this is, this is too much. <laughs> nice. But it was, that was fun. Um, but I haven't played arcade games in like a long time, uh, and I still have like a well, third of my we card. Would play some. Well, like yeah. ticket arcade games. Hmm. Um, so like that look, like keyboard thing. I was just like, okay, one more time. Okay, one more time. And then I was, as I was, I was leaving, I was like, all right, one more time. And then these like kids came up, and they were just like standing behind me. Just wanted to like, turn back around. off. I'm still playing. Yeah, yeah, I just wanted to be like. You're fucking with my mojo. Yeah, this is mine now. Um, did, uh, did you they... got to take your quarter and put it on the screen. Yeah. That's your way of saying, I'm playing Nick. Yeah. Oh, Joe thinks games still cost a quarter. Oh. <laughs> no, that's the one thing that was really frustrating was like the games in the in the arcade cost like tokens or whatever. Um, but like they were random amounts. So it was like 6.8 tokens. And I was just like. Oh, because it comes off your card. Yeah. 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 You buy, you put in 10 bucks and they give you like Fifty tokens or something yeah. like that, yeah, and then, credits. Or yeah, yeah, and then they're like all over the place. Yeah, it was like six point eight credits. Yeah. The one, some of them were like four point two, and I was just like, none of this is ever going to even like get no. back to even. No, because then you have to add re- more yeah, to it. That's yeah. exactly why they yeah. do it that way. Um, did they still have the Star Wars like you get in a bubble pod play? They did, but it was like the place was super crowded. I didn't. Uh, well, yeah, because you went what Saturday afternoon. Yeah, and like my friend said that like it used to be twenty one and over, but I guess maybe it's not. On That's the, at night on the weekends. Well, oh. no, it, like at night it's twenty one and over. Like oh, okay. After nine or something like that, you have to be at least eighteen or something like that. Yeah, because there was tons of kids. I mean, it's an arcade. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but like there were kids that were just like sitting in the like the games, pretending they were playing them without playing them, and I just wanted to be like, get the fuck out! Uh, like I'm yeah. I'm a paying customer. Yeah, I've got money. I've got credits. So, so, like, we had to wait for the Mario Kart thing for a while because there were just people that were, like, letting their kids, like, sit in front of them. And then one girl straight up broke the um, the, the steering wheel on it. 
Really? Just, yeah, she was like, it off? she was like, she was like pretending like she was driving, but she was like throwing her whole body into it. it left and right. Yeah, and she just kept going back and forth and back and forth, and then at one point it like made a like loud noise and it went, like, and she just like looked at her mom, and then on the screen it was like you know it said like steering wheel error, like please contact staff immediately, and they just got up and walked away. Yeah. It was like fucking idiots. Yeah, and they of course they didn't walk in the direction of staff. No, either. they walked as far away as they could yeah. possibly because they don't want to pay for it. No, everyone's afraid they're gonna have to buy this Mario Kart arcade machine. <laughs> They also had like a giant rock and sock and robots that had mm. physical rock and sock and robots oh, on it. And I wanted to play that, but there was like a staff member standing in it. <laughs> so you start punching him with the robot? And I was just yeah. like, is it's either broken or like they're there to reset it. But like I I would be the one person to turn it and just punch him right in the face. <laughs> I would definitely try to do that. <laughs> like, who it's, like, it's like uh, hitting the golf ball that the kid <laughs> has to collect the golf ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. The driving, the driving range. range. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No different. Mm-hmm. I do love that Star Wars game, though. I, w- I wanted to play it, but it, it was... It, like, blows air in your face, so it feels like you're going. But, yeah. like, you're also in a spaceship, so you wouldn't have air blowing in your no. face. So it doesn't really make sense. Well, and, like, the House of the Dead one that Joe and I played had, like, an air thing that yeah, blew yeah. air in your face. And the whole, like, the seats vibrated and everything, too. Yeah, I played a Jurassic Park game that, like, when the the spitty dinosaurs oh, yeah, yeah. would come. It would be, like... You know, do that when they miss you and stuff. Yeah, nice. They also had the Halo Spartan, whatever the railgun oh, game the that I was at the mall. mall. Yeah, yeah, well, and I wanted to play it, and, and obviously not play in the middle of the hallway of the mall. Um, but again, it was another one of those things that like kids were just like pretty much pretending they were playing instead yeah. of actual playing. Yeah, fucking kids. No, you got to go back when it's like nighttime, where you have to be at least somewhat of an adult to be there. Yeah, that's when that's that's the real time to go. Yeah. Was the food any good? Uh, I didn't get any food. Oh. It's not bad there. Uh, we went to. I ate there before. I, I ate it's when fun. it like opened. I, it was the only time I ever gone, and it was pretty good food. Yeah, I, have like, not I been had back. like really good mac and cheese. No, we went to Red Robin because we were meeting a, a, a coworker who had recently retired, and so like we had lunch with her, and then afterwards he was like, "I don't want to go home. Let's go play some arcade games." And I was like, "Sure, mm-hmm. yeah, good well, you're there. Yeah, might as well." What about you, Adam? What did you play this week? Uh, well, I, like Joe, uh, went <coughs> to play some of the Game Boy games I picked up. I didn't go through all of them, though. Like, yeah. I'll, I got 30 days, um, so I'm, like, just kind of go through it a little bit at a time. Mm-hmm. They all work so far. I uh, did the Power Rangers, the movie game, and that one's just side-scrolling, beat them up, nothing really to it. Uh, I was very excited to put in the Tron game that I got, because oh, yeah. it does have the Tron arcade game, which I'm very fond of. Yeah. But it's nearly impossible to play. Uh, Why? On a Game Boy. Because, like, the Tron arcade game, you play with a joystick and, like, a turning knob. And the turning knob is, like, your directional. So, in this, the turning knob is replaced by L and R. So, like, you have to go and, like, you know, your arm where it shoots, you have to then, like, aim with L and R to go, like, left and right in a round in a circle and then move with the D-pad. And it's just, like, my brain was not understanding it because i'm so used to joystick and knob right dual stick ish yeah and it, and like the knob is so much easier to turn to get like a more exact direction than the l and r yeah so like there's one where you have to like go up through this thing but you have to like shoot the barrier in front of you to make it through to the top and so that was like really difficult to do uh, but it was fun obviously it's not the same like frantic nature when i don't have to pay for for it mm-hmm. like i just press start and it's like do you want to continue I'm like yeah of course. <laughs> of course I do. Why wouldn't I? Um, so I like having it. Like, I really enjoy that game. So I'll probably, you know, get better at it. But then I'll go to the arcade and be like, oh, none of those skills translate because now I'm using the knob again. Mm. 
So I mean, did you play like um, the light cycle race or anything? Was that I didn't play any of the regular Tron game. I immediately went to go find the arcade game. Okay. Um, yeah, well, I mean, light, the, light cycles in their regular. Yeah, yeah, but game. it's yeah, but it's just like yeah, that's the same thing. It's just centipede. Yeah. Um, it's just drive and or not centipede. Cut them off and that's oh, it. That was always my favorite game. Uh, I like that one. There's the the tank one is also super hard uh, because like you're in a tank and you have to shoot and it's one hit kill, so you have to again get the like the line up with the L and R right to be able to shoot in the direction that you want to kill the other tank because if you get hit even once you're dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that game's more difficult. Um, and then the other one is like, you have to shoot these little like spider things. I honestly don't know what they're supposed to be, uh, and get into a hole in the center, which is very much the same as the other game that's in there. But yeah, I'm glad to have, it. I didn't play it, but I didn't play any of the like proper games. So I have no idea what Tron 2.0 killer app is. <laughs> or it's a not. killer app. Yeah, clearly. Uh, I did play the Star Wars episode one racer that I got. It's, I think it's also my first vibrating Game Boy game. Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever had one. I think I maybe had Kirby Tilt and Tumble, but never put the like battery in or never cared. Uh, uh, that one, you... that was just motion controlled. That was yeah, it? but there was there was another Kirby game that had Rumble. Then I thought, um, I, I yeah, because I, I, I'm thinking of like there was the WarioWare like Tilt and Touch, which also had the motion control one. Um, I'm trying to think of like other ones that had like those weirder, larger yeah uh, with the battery cases, packs, like the battery pack ones, yeah. But I, yeah, I don't think I have a rumble one. No. Yeah, so it was cool. Like, I, I noticed it a little bit. Not a ton, because it's not, obviously, not a very powerful motor motor or anything like that. But um, that was pretty cool. Like, again, it's very difficult, because you can't see what's in front of you, because it's a top-down view. So there's just a little arrow indicator to be like, okay, you're turning now. And I'm like, oh, shit, am I turning a lot? Am I turning a little bit? I'm not really sure. So it was very hard to, like, stay on the, the track. And so, like, I would just, and you're only racing against one other pod, it looks like. And so that one immediately leaves my field of view. And I'm like, am I close to it? Am I, like, going to do well? Am I going to fail? Like, I don't know. Now, you didn't pick that up when we went looking for stuff, No, I ordered that separately. So Okay, so you had to order that. You you ordered that one online. Yeah, and I also ordered uh, the Episode 1 Obi-Wan Adventures, which is a Game Boy Color game. I didn't try that one yet, though. So do you have, like, every Star Wars game now? Yes, on that Game Boy. Nice. So that's very exciting. I did. Uh, I tried Empire Strikes Back. Um, that one was very difficult to figure out what was going on because uh, you're just kind of walking around. And then the other one that was very difficult to to try and play was Yoda Story, which makes literally no sense. Uh, granted, <laughs> I was you. playing it when we were like watching wrestling last yeah. week, so I wasn't fully paying attention or invested in it. Um, but also, I don't think that it's going to be a thing where I figure it out ever. I'll try it again, and where I can like devote time to trying to pay attention to it. But again, it's very obtuse and doesn't really tell you what's going on. You're just wandering around. Yeah, it's like Yoda. Yes, kind of. Yeah. Uh, very backwards. Very hard to understand, little puppet man. Yeah, cryptic little bastard. There yeah. was a perfect dark on the Game Boy Color that had Rumble on it. Really? Yeah. I feel like I remember that. So there's Star Wars Racer. Dark, but I don't remember it coming with a Rumble case. Ready to Rumble, NASCAR. Uh, Ready to Rumble like the boxing game? Yeah. Not the movie that I bought last week. Uh, Pokemon Pinball, uh, Top Gear Pocket. Uh, a golf game, missile command, a uh, plane fighting game. Rumble in a golf game. I don't know. Do you I, like the swing? I, I guess. I, maybe. My club doesn't rumble when I swing. It doesn't? No. <laughs> you have a shitty club then. Yeah, apparently. I need to get one with rumble built in. Yeah. Has that little vibration to the 
Yeah, gives exactly. you a little extra spin. You know, it'd be great if the rumble was only for like the parts where you're in the cart going from shot to shot, and so it feels <laughs> like you're rumbling along on the, the gravel driveway. Uh, l- the Little Mermaid Two. Oh, pinball oh. frenzy. Uh. I'm pretty sure my sister had the Little Mermaid pinball game, and it had that little battery pack in it. Uh, lots of pinball games. There was a lot yeah. more of them that I remember. Tonka Driver Raceway, like, Super Black Bass Real Fishing. Yeah, I feel like I would have at least noticed the big cases, though. Test Drive yes. Off-Road, One Pin Bowling, Legend of the River King 2, oh. Top Gear Pocket, Vigilante 8, games? NASCAR, Hole-in-One Golf, Missile Command. Fishing makes sense, because that's... Yeah, like, you feel like the tug and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And that's the, the vibration of, hey, you got one. Yeah, Legend of the River King is also like an RPG. It's an RPG. Yeah. Hmm. There you go. So there's uh, there's uh, quite a bit of them. That might be one I have to look into. I really remember. I want to grab a copy of that. Uh, they had one at the the River King game. They yeah. had one at the the last retro game store that we were at, uh, but it was in the glass case. It was sixty four dollars. So <laughs> you may want it, but you're not going to pay sixty four dollars for a game you're never going to play again. Mm, True. Never mind. Um, but yeah, so I like I went through like a good chunk of the stack, just trying things out, making sure they booted up. Everything worked fine. I only had to like blow in one of them. So they all like pretty much started up right away, which was good. Um, and then I just played a absolute crap ton of Battlefront Two. Mm. Still playing I love, that. I Still riding that high. It's really fun. Mm. The capital supremacy is great. Uh, it's that back and forth push and pull gameplay that just like, you know, the taking control points takes you know a good amount of time if you're good or if you're bad. And then if you don't like if you don't succeed in the next rounds of stuff you go back to that so there was one where i played like a match that took like an hour the other day Jeez. because like it was just going back and forth like my team would get all the points and we'd go up to the ship and we'd get past the first barrier and then fail and then we'd go back down there was one where like my team was doing absolutely terrible and we the the other team got all the control points got up to the ship couldn't get past that first like goal on the ship so we went back down to the planet they then got the spawn points again which just pissed me off because like when you stop them on the ship you get a boost like automatically at the start of the like control point spawning Mm -hmm. they then overtook that early lead that we had went back to the ship got past the first barrier but couldn't get past the second so we went back down to the ground again then my team overtook on the ground then did both points on the ship like instantly, but it, the game took like an hour. <laughs> but it was just super fun because it was like, no, we got to do it. We got to fucking do this. We got to fucking do this. Uh, I got my it first took ever- fucking thing again. Damn it. Yeah. I got my first ever time on the leaderboard at Ooh. the end of a match. I got fourth. It's the highest I've ever gotten, uh, which was great. Uh, there's been a couple of times where I've been like a sixth or eighth or whatever, I've been like second on my team, but the five people, or there were all- four people on the other team that were better, and then the one person on my team that was higher than me. Um, but this is the first time I ever got on the leaderboard, so that was pretty exciting. And then they've got new stuff coming out that they just announced, like they're adding the sequel trilogy stuff to the Capital Supremacy, and then you'll be able to, and they're adding original trilogy stuff to Capital Supremacy, um, and you'll be able to pick the era that you want to play. So I'll be able to play, uh, you know, OG trilogy sequel stuff and prequel stuff uh, whenever I want. So I'm can just, you like mix and match? I would hope so. Um, there might be, like, they haven't put in the era selector yet. That's coming, I guess, tomorrow or as soon as this goes out. Uh, it should be available based on their postings that I've seen online. Uh, so hopefully there'll be just a, like, a whatever, I don't care. Um, but it'll be nice to see some of it. Because since I got back into Battlefront, you know, with this most recent Star Wars kick, I didn't, I haven't played anything but Capital Supremacy. Like, I haven't played any of the 
normal assault or normal like team deathmatch or anything. So I don't know the planets and locations from the other ones as well mm-hmm. as I know these like prequel era stuff. Um, but it should be pretty cool. I'm pretty excited for that. So I'm going to continue playing that for the foreseeable future. So forget finishing control and playing literally any of the other games <laughs> I was going to play or anything like that. I thought about getting into, uh, um, was it Blood and Truth? Because I still haven't played that since oh. I bought those gun attachments. And I went and saw The Gentleman a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. That'll um, put you in the mood. But it, it wasn't that great. It oh. was fine. Uh, but it didn't like... But then I just came home and wanted to play more Star Wars. So Weird. It <laughs> didn't put me in the mood enough. No, I guess not. No. Um, but, yeah. So I'm very excited to continue doing that. Uh, all right. That'll do it for the lightning... Or that'll do it for what we've been playing. So we'll jump right into the lightning round. Not lightning round for this week. And we'll kick things off. Lightning round with a quote-unquote rumor killer. Uh, though they killed the rumor the, last year and it ended up being true anyway. Uh, Nintendo has come out and said that there is going to be no Switch Pro in 2020. Well, Just they said like, no new Switch models. No new Switch models. Yeah, yeah they, they're not confirming the existence of a Switch Pro. They're saying no new Switch models in 2020. Just like they said, no new Switch models in 2019. And we got the Switch Lite like a month later. So do you believe them, yes or no? I do not. So Just you, because they said that, it yeah. made me go, well, okay, yeah, it's definitely, not, it's definitely coming out then. When they said that there was going to be no new Switch models, they said they weren't showing off a new Switch at E3. I don't think they exactly shut down the whole thing. They just said that there was going to be no new Switch at E3 when it was the Switch Lite. Well, when the the rumors last year started of, like, there's going to be a Pro and a Mini, yeah. they were like, uh, we have no, like, updated Switches that we, like, no yeah, plans for saying, updated like, no, Switches no other than... Other than the one that we just put out, which has, like, the better battery life that, like, is still basically the same Switch, but in a red box. Mm. So it was one of those, like, we have no plans to share at this time of any other thing, which was basically, like, wink, wink, we're doing it, but also we're not doing it. So, yeah, I don't believe them either. The uh, the official quote was, uh, regarding Nintendo Switch, we believe that it is important to continue to communicate the appeal to both uh, the appeal of both Nintendo Switch systems and expand the installed base. Please note that we have no plans to launch a new Nintendo Switch model during 2020. Uh, but yeah, but plans I, change. I, I I I don't I don't buy it. No, I, like even uh, it's it, even to the point where it's like it's still early in the year and they could entirely be like you know what I, fuck it we'll just make a new one anyways. Like there's still. 11 months in 2020 yeah. for them to even change their mind. And you know, like, I know it takes time to like plan these things out, but somebody has got to be working on new switch models. Even if they don't initially plan on releasing one in 2020, somebody's working on something. Well, especially and they might say like, okay, fuck it. And like, you know, come October, they'll be like, eh, you know what? This is ready. Let's put it out. Yeah. And especially with a PS five and Xbox series X on the way this year, like, you'd think it would behoove them to be like, well, we're, we're playing in a different playground, so to speak, because we're a different kind of console, but they're the most powerful consoles that have ever existed are both coming out in the fall. We should update ours a little bit. With the most powerful Nintendo console. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, like it's still leaps and bounds behind the current or the next gen, you know, big boy systems, but it's still the most powerful Nintendo we've ever put out. So here it is. It does 4k or whatever. Although it, I mean, it's entirely possible that they are thinking like, we don't want to compete yeah. with those right now. Not necessarily compete, but just like, well, like we don't want to be overshadowed, you know? Yeah. If you have people that are running out right now, people are like budgeting, you know, for purchasing a PS five or for buying an Xbox one series X 
white, whatever the fuck the hell this thing is going to be New. called. Yeah. 720. Yeah. Uh, people are, like, budgeting buying one of those or both of those, potentially. You should really start doing that. Budgeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, are they going to sit there and think like, oh shit, now I have to put another like three to $400 aside for a new switch also. I can understand why they'd be like, you know what? Like we'll just let these guys put their thing out and then not have to like worry about. You can't lose if you don't try. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Like they can't be overshadowed by these new consoles. You yeah. know, if they put out a, a new switch and then nobody buys it because everybody's saving their money for these other things, they'll be like, oh, the new switch was a failure, you know? Yeah. That's a good point. I mean, if anything, they can just drop the price if they are worried about it not selling well. Hmm. But it continues to sell well. And it all, and it took, what, three years, two years for the light to come out? So maybe two years after the light comes out. So 2021 is when the, the Pro will come out. Maybe. They're just giving enough time in between because, I mean, people so always complain about... So they're not like, the market with their own stuff? Yeah, I mean, people always complain about the... the like reiteration of all their handhelds and everything like how many versions of the ds and the 3ds and all that really complain about them though jokingly i think yeah Yeah, it came kind of yeah like a a a funny thing that they kept remodeling them and right the difference between like the ds the ds light the dsi was what the the camera like Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's it how many ds's do you have (laughs) a lot yeah yeah but that's you know after the fact and and i buy them for like collector's purpose not because i want to have the newest best one well yeah and i mean i do want the newest best one but yeah and to make sure that you had the one that could attach to a piano Mm -hmm. peripheral should one ever exist Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. nice um but yeah no it's definitely coming (laughs) (laughs) i know I, i still like they say something, I just go, you, I, I'm on to your tricks, Nintendo. Yeah. It's And it's a weird thing, too, where it's like, okay. I know Bowser's a liar. I get that you don't want to reveal a thing before you're ready to reveal it, but the second that people call you out for it, you have to do better than, like, at this current juncture, we do not have plans whatsoever. Like, you got caught. Like, just come out with it. Like, it exists. We know it exists. Just confirm it. Like, I don't like the play of... Uh, we don't uh, we don't comment on rumors and speculation or like we we're gonna spin this to make it seem like we don't and then in three months they're like look at this thing we did and we're like yeah we know like we've been seeing screenshots of it for weeks now like just stop well, like we gotta wait until they start making accessories for it and then we can yeah yeah that's the then key then thing. that's the confirmation or someone tweets a picture from the factory of like here's the new chipset that says like Nintendo Switch 4K or something on it right uh, and they're like okay well there it is now we know it's real but just just admit it you got caught um, so who knows I guess we'll see um, though there is going to be a new Switch console in 2020 though this one is the same as previous ones just with a new fun look lightning round uh, and it's all based around Animal Crossing uh, yeah uh, so they uh, they came out and they announced a new Animal Crossing Switch uh, it's just a regular Switch not a Switch Lite um, which I kind of figured maybe they should have gone with like a collector edition Switch Lite one on this I think uh, they did one or like the last one was Lite so maybe they're going to try and uh, yeah, like, they, go back and forth yeah they did a Pokemon one so now they can, yeah, I guess it makes sense. Um, but uh, yeah, they have a new Animal Crossing themed one. Um, it comes with uh, two like pastel colored uh, Joy Cons, uh, of blue and green. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, I'm not good at colors, so <laughs> <laughs> I had to confirm that they were the yes. correct colors. Uh, it also comes with a really fancy looking uh, new dock for it. Uh, well, not a new dock, but a designed dock yeah, for it yeah. uh, that has a. a Tom Nook and his uh, nephews or kids, I don't remember what the fuck they were supposed to be, 
uh, on like the island, and it has the you know the same pastel colors for it. Uh, it looks pretty nice. It also is like textured differently. It's as, like brown. Hmm? It's brown. What's brown? The the dock is. It's brown. Yeah. Oh, it's the same colors as the. Uh, it's like tan. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, uh, it, it's like textured a little bit differently. It has kind of like a painted texture to it. Yeah, it kind of looks like wallpaper. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it also has, like, more designs on the back of the actual Switch itself. Mm-hmm. So it has, a, like, a textured design on the back as well. Kind of like how the, the Pokemon Light was. Right? Uh, wasn't yours? Well, it just had, like, the design of the, the two legendary Pokemons yeah. on it. Yeah, um, these have, like, a gloss black design that has, like, animals and stuff on yeah, top of it. it looks like, um, Oh, I'm thinking of, wasn't the Let's Go Pikachu ones like that? Where it was kind of just, like, a gloss? Like, it wasn't colored, it was just, like... The, you know, I don't remember what the back of that one looked like. Oh. Uh, I know this the, one... the Dragon Quest one was like that. Where okay, I knew there was there was one of them that was like that. And I yeah, just it was like super again. subtle, but you, yeah. it was der- like I think it was just the the slimes that were on the back. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, this one is like you know, it looks like kind of like little maps of islands. So it has you know little uh, uh, like yeah. you uh, can do tents it. and stuff on it, and yeah. trees and all over Campfires, all over the back. Yeah. Um, and it looks pretty nice. Uh, I mean, I'm not a big fan of, like, the pastel color and stuff, and the Switch dock itself, I kind of feel, is a bit garish, in a way. It won't sit well in your entertainment center. Yeah, it stands yeah, out way too much. So, yeah, I don't know how that'll necessarily So, it's, it's not for me. I am looking forward to the Animal Crossing game, but uh, this system isn't something that I'm going to run out to get. Well, if it's if the system's not something you want, you can buy the Joy-Con separately. Yeah, I like the pastelli Joy Cons. I think they look pretty nice. Um, you can buy the dock separately too. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and then if you don't need a Switch whatsoever, Nintendo also has you covered. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because you can just go out and you can buy the box for the whole thing, like the game box that the game comes in. So like, if you buy nope. it digitally, you can have the game box. Nope, hmm. nope, nope, nope. Okay. You can buy the box that the entire system comes in hmm. uh, separately for. I believe it was five dollars. Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, only on. Uh, the Nintendo Japan website. It's 550 yen, so about four to five, uh, four like pounds, five dollars. Yeah, uh, and you can just if you just want to display the box, uh-huh. sure. Uh, My guess is this probably comes out right now, and you can get this for people for Valentine's Day and be like, "Hey, this is what I got you for Valentine's Day. It's the new Switch. It's not here yet. Sorry." Oh well, yeah, like pre-order. Then you would have advance. two boxes. Yeah, but it's something to give to somebody. Yeah, but it's I a guess. physical thing to open. And but also, like... Do you imagine giving, getting that as a gift and be like, what, I got a Switch? And they're like, in a few months you do. I'm like, motherfucker. I don't know, <laughs> I'd be happy to get a Switch regardless. Uh, I know, but it's that, like, it's that initial shock of seeing the box and you're like, oh my god. I, this thing's not supposed to come out for months. How yeah, did you get one? Yeah, like, I Why is it so light? Why I does it feel like there's nothing in no, it? No, because I guarantee you if you gave this as a gift, you'd throw, like, books in there or something. Oh. And you'd Still be able to rattle around in it. Yeah. Um, Fill it with popcorn. I would assume this is more just for, like, collectors to, like, have on the shelf. But you don't necessarily want to buy another Switch. Or eBayers who want to sell you a fake system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just put in, like, the very last word of the description is box only. Yeah. Uh, as a, like, collector of things, um, I like to keep the boxes for, like, all my systems. Oh, yeah. So do I. Um, I have them all. I like this in the conceptual design of, like, if I buy it and then I accidentally damage the box. Yeah. I can replace the box by itself kind of thing i, I kind of like that aspect um it just seems a little on the unnecessary side 
But it, like I said, if I had bought this and I got it and then like put it down, and then my dog walked over and started chewing on the box or something like that, I'd be yeah. like, oh fuck! Like now, the the like value to me as a collector of things it's would gone. like have gone down because yeah. the box is damaged. If I was like, oh, but I can just go to the website and order a new box. That's pretty cool for me as somebody who gets obsessive about that stuff. Yeah. But that seems like a very like niche thing. Yeah, occurrence, a rare occurrence that would happen that somebody would be looking to replace the box so easily. Yeah. Maybe if it got damaged in shipment and they wouldn't replace it or something. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Um, just to keep in mind, uh, some assembly is required. It doesn't <laughs> ship as a box. It ships as a flat box. And uh, if you need help, Nintendo's website does have the instructions for putting it together. So if you're out there and looking to purchase the box uh, itself, then you can find the instructions for doing so online if you find a way to order something from japanese nintendo website and you don't know how to put a box together you got problems <laughs> true you somehow figured to order something in a foreign language with a foreign country and a foreign currency well, I and think you the, can't put Google a Translate box together can do that for me yeah i think they're originally just intending this for the japanese people because they would I'm make it kidding. available yeah. in america yes yeah. but I mean, I did have to make an Amazon Japan account, so... Well, and I guess, too, uh, I mean, the box itself, since it is, uh, you know, a Japanese-only thing, all of the writing is in Japanese. So if you're a huge Animal Crossing fan and you buy the American system, oh, then you have also the Japanese box that's as true. a collector piece. That's, that's probably that's, who that's this is cool. really for. And can, the, the Joy-Cons and the dock are only on the Japanese website right now as well. So you can buy the system Seven complete ones. here, yeah. but you can't buy the... Uh, individual elements here yet if, if at all yeah, yeah um cool uh lightning round uh we got pokemon home news this week uh pokemon home of course is the successor to the pokemon bank system for transferring pokemon uh so what do we, we got some details joe this week what do we got uh they uh they came out and they announced the the pricing and the release date for the pokemon uh bank or home whatever the fuck it is home 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 Bank is uh, already out. Yeah, bank is the one that's already out. Uh, bank was uh four ninety nine for uh, a year subscription to the Pokemon Bank. This yep. was the one that was originally just on the Nintendo 3DS. Uh, Pokemon Home, however, is going to cost a uh, slightly pricey uh fifteen ninety nine for the year. Yeah, so, so it's a big markup from the original price of Pokemon Bank over three times. Mm hmm. Um, it also, they like detailed, uh, exactly how everything was going to work and what can be transferred from what system and what to know, what to what to what, mm -hmm. um, pretty much we got confirmation that anything that you transfer into Pokemon home, uh, is now just in Pokemon home. There's no way to transfer it back to any of the other games that they came from. The only one that you can trade to and from are the Pokemon sword and shield games. Yep. So you can move everything to Pokemon Home, and then you can move what you can from those games into Sword and Shield, because they have a limited... Um, Dex. Yeah, Pokedex to it, so what games you can get into them. Uh, we know that it's going to be increased when the new expansions come out. They're going to add an, at least another 200 uh, Pokemon to it. Um, but uh, just got to be careful which ones you move, because you don't want to end up moving things that are just going to end up being stuck in there yeah. until either more expansions come out for Sword and Shield, or whatever the next game will be. Yeah, which will obviously include even more uh, Pokemon. So, obviously, I'm assuming you're going to get this, yeah? Uh, yeah, probably. I don't want to. The the, the $15.99, like, it's 16 bucks for a year. That's not exactly a ton of money, but it still seems like a, for what you are getting, Yeah, 
a like a pretty pricey thing for well, something that like even Pokemon Home, I always kind of just felt like this should be free. Like I don't know why I'm being charged to use this server yeah. space. Yeah, that's exactly yeah, what I it guess. Is. I, mean, no. I can't imagine how much space like Pokemon take up on a server. No, but they have yeah, they have to maintain the fact that like you're going to be able to access it for X amount of time. True. And now this is something. Um... The, well, the, one of the key reasons that um, I'm interested in, at least, well, like I would be more inclined to buy this um, with Pokemon Sword and Shield. Um, you can't transfer uh, your saves um, through the cloud like you could on the other games, like on most other games on the Switch. So you can't transfer a save through the cloud. But if you make a save, it's just, like, on that system oh. kind of thing. So, like, I have my Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield saves on just my Switch Lite. I also have them games installed on my regular Switch, but I can't transfer my saves to that. So, like, Why is I that? can't trade my games between each other. Oh. Um, so I can't trade the stuff, you know. But back in the day, like, I would have two DSs, and I would just take my card out and put that card into one of the two DSs and just trade with those two DSs. Yeah. You can't do that with two Switches. Gotcha. If you have both of them on the same system. Because it saves to the system, not to the cartridges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I do want to trade from my Pokemon Sword to my Pokemon Shield, I would have to upload it into the cloud. You can transfer your entire, like, game to another system, but... Like it's different than just uploading it to the cloud. It's yeah, like yeah. you have to actually sit there and like transfer the whole save between the two systems and then transfer them back. Whereas other games, I can just you know save my game on my DS Lite or I'm gonna Switch Lite and then pick up my regular Switch and the save will just be there from the cloud. It doesn't work on this one. It's like tied to the system that you started on. Huh? Yeah. So like it is something I can do. I just have to constantly be switching my save files between the two systems. Whereas this, it'll be much easier just to put it into the home and then take it out as opposed to having to like constantly be moving between my two systems. Yeah. Now the $16 that's for premium. Is there another tier to this? Uh, yeah, there was another tier. I don't remember how much that one cost. Uh, was that one also just $5? I think that one's might be. Yeah. Cause the, the regular one allows you to do the, uh, let's go Eevee and let's go Pikachu. Move those into home. Yeah. Move things to and from sword and shield and then eventually the Pokemon Go will be able to be put in there as well. And I think that's all for yes. just basic tier. Yeah, the basic tier is Pokemon Let's Go, Pikachu, Eevee, uh, and Pokemon Go. Yeah, uh, which is not available at launch. Mm -hmm. uh, they did say that. Uh, but premium is to get Pokemon Bank Pokemon in there. So I guess technically you could do the $5 and just have what you have now. Uh, but you would lose out on any Pokemon that you had that were previous gen. And what Without I'm, paying the sixteen dollars a year. What I'm wondering is, do I also have to make sure that my Pokemon bank account is paid up? So yeah. is it is it five? I have to pay twenty dollars for Pokemon Bank and then sixteen dollars for Pokemon Home. Yeah, and then what happens if you stop paying for them? Do you lose access to those Pokemon, or you just have to pay five dollars to get back into your account again? No, uh, you I guess it's pay... probably like wow, where like your stuff is saved to the server. Yeah, you I've... can't actually access it unless you pay for it. Though I've let my Pokemon Bank subscription run up and then like re-upped it later on, like a year later kind of thing, and it still had up. all of my okay. like, yeah, that stuff would make on sense. There. So you don't lose that stuff on that server. Yeah, um, but I, my Pokemon Bank account has also expired so yeah do i have to also renew that one now i have to Probably. pay the 21 dollars for the year in order to actually access all of my stuff uh, i'm wondering if like i'm wondering if you do the management from home like if you say okay sync my two accounts together and they'll be like okay we'll do this 
what Pokemon that are in your bank do you want to transfer? Like, I assume with the, the creation of Home, bank would go away. Or I guess it couldn't because people would still be on 3DS only games. Sorry, uh, I'm looking at this right it. here. It says that they're going to make Pokemon Bank mm-hmm. free for one month. Oh, uh, so you when can Pokemon go Home get gets all your stuff. So, yeah. So, Pokemon Bank will be free for a month for the people that want to transfer their current stuff from their Pokemon Bank. Gotcha. My thought would be that premium would encompass having the bank account as well. So you'd pay for premium, but you wouldn't have to pay for bank because you're you're now the top tier. You have bank yeah. already installed in your $16. So that right there makes it seem like that's not the case. Yeah, that, that it's does. only free for the yeah. month. And yeah. then and then you have to, after that first month, you have to resubscribe to your bank if you want to keep it going. But bank is only useful if you're playing on the 3DS. Yeah. Like you won't need bank. Once you've transferred everything into yeah. home. Well, I mean, it's depending on, you know, if you don't want to transfer stuff that you can't transfer to Pokemon Sword and Shield. Yeah. Because there's still, like, going to be at least 400 Pokemon that won't be able to be used in Pokemon Sword and Shield. Yeah. Do you want to banish them into Pokemon Home for eternity, or do you want to still at least keep them in your Pokemon Or at bank? least for the foreseeable future, because we yeah. don't know. And I guess you could also just transfer them to your Pokemon games off of bank you know yeah. if if you have enough room in your you know uh, computer in pokemon just to keep those like you know out of the void yeah, yeah. so they're at least somewhere yeah hmm. so but, i don't know i find it all kind of like i i get it but i'm also like eh, this yeah. is this is a lot of money for something that i feel like should have been something better thought out and possibly free like yeah now, are you going to... I assume you're going to get premium. Are you probably going to get it for the year? Can you get it monthly? Uh, I only saw just a yearly price. Okay. And Pokemon Home was only yearly. Bank. Or Bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bank was only yearly. Gotcha. So are you going to sign... I assume you sign up for this, just because you're a Pokemon guy. Are you going to transfer all of your Pokemon from Bank into Home, or you're only going to transfer the ones that are either in the upcoming... I'm only going to transfer or... the ones that are, like transferable into sword and shield yeah okay because i i still never finished uh like ultra sun and ultra moon Hmm. so i might want to go back and play those at some point and i don't want to like have i guess i could start from the beginning but like you don't want to have half as many pokemon yeah caught yeah Yeah. available ones at least that i can do stuff with but i don't know i'm just kind of looking forward to the point where like we have now at least officially all upgraded everything to the new console stuff so you don't have to worry about all of this yeah. like dealing with all the transferring from other things but um yeah uh, i'm just kind of hoping that they fuck it or they like hurry up along and get all of the pokemon into the new games so yeah. that i can easily just have everything over there yes yeah, so you don't have to worry about it anymore. yeah all of this like what can you do what can't you do stuff is yeah. getting kind of annoying and this is available on Switch, on mobile, and that's it. Can you get it like desktop? There's not going to be a 3DS app for home or anything like that. Uh, right? I've only seen um, phone, like a phone app, and on the system, I haven't seen anything about like a desktop version yet. Okay. Yeah, like even on their pictures of all the stuff, it just shows like a picture of a phone and a picture of a, a Switch. Gotcha. Um, there's no like computer pictury stuff. Cool. John, are you going to be? Oh. doing all of this like you're still playing pokemon you were telling me about how you got your slow poke the other day no i think i'll just keep my stuff in sword and shield just like start fresh yeah like i know you don't like from the this fact era that, like, onward there aren't 700 to collect but like i like the fact that there's just this amount 
and I'll get this from this get-go, mm. and then move on from there. Like, the stuff that they add, I'll continue to collect stuff. Mm. I did find out that there's, like, there's an event going on now, the Milk Cry event, mm-hmm. um, which you can turn into, like, it evolves into, I can't remember what else. The Gigantamax one? No, but it, like, evolves into something else that's, like, a milkshake, but there's, like, 64 forms of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it all depends on, like, the berry that you give them to hold, and then, like, the what direction, direction you spin, spin in the joystick. And the time. <laughs> yeah. Huh. So it has, like, 46 different forms. Damn. I mean, they all look the same. It's just the color variation to them. Well, I think there's and then, like, six the... different actual ones and then the color variations. Yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, when I found out about that, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, as a person that likes to get all the different forms of every Pokemon as well, I was just like, oh, god damn it. Yeah. I did get a couple of mail cry yesterday. Well, and then you're just going to have to start breeding a fuck ton of them. Yeah, so spinning around in circles. Colors. Yeah, collecting berries and shit. But no, I don't think I'll. I don't. I don't really care about getting. Like, I don't know where my older games are, or mm. where most of them are. And like the one that had everything on it, like I had, I transferred everything from like blue up until pearl, and then I went somewhere with a friend of mine, and he like sold my system that had pearl in it. Oh. Yeah, he he turned into not a good friend, um, and I was like, "Hey, can I have my DS back?" And he was like, "Oh yeah, I'll give it back to you." And then weeks and weeks went by, and he was like, "Oh, that was yours." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was mine. I was like, "Yeah, you know, the, you know, I've been asking you for it for a while." Yeah, that was yeah. mine. He was like, "Oh, I, I, th- I thought it was somebody else's, and I sold it." Sorry. <laughs> Why are you selling somebody else's thing, anyways? Yeah, because he's also, not a good how, person. Also, yeah. how many DSs did you have? You weren't sure who. They're just was. floating in the back of the car. Yeah. I mean, I guess if he thought it was like an ex or something, he'd be like, oh, she left this behind. No, he was just a shitty person. Yeah, no. I'm, yeah. I, I was trying to at least like say, like, if you've done that out there, there's maybe a reason, but like this guy clearly wasn't. No. So. No, he, yeah, he was not a good person. I got mm-hmm. him a job at GameStop and he, he ruined it, so. <laughs> nice. Don't we all love when people do that? Yeah. Uh, lightning round. So this is somewhat Switch related, though mostly the news comes from Sony, uh, who word was this week they sent out a survey asking specifically about remote play uh, and how PlayStation users would like to use remote play in the future. Uh, I have previously used remote play on my Vita. It's not great, the mm-hmm. experience, uh, mostly due to the lack of back buttons, though I guess there was a like a Hori attachment for the second round, like the Vita 2000s. That like would let you have a second trigger that then activated on the touchpad, which made yeah, things it just easier. Like, oh, um, I did see that. that would work. Yeah, uh, it made things easier, but still not one to one. Like if you were using a DualShock. Um, and some of the takeaways from the survey uh, could possibly hint towards future ideas for Sony, depending on how the responses of the survey goes, could dictate how they think. Uh, some of the options for possible remote play destinations in the future were Apple TVs android tvs because right now it's only available on mobile and the vita and that's it um but uh, apple tvs was suggested android tvs was suggested uh but more importantly switch was thrown out there as well as xbox one and dedicated handheld devices dedicated handheld uh switch would be fantastic if i could log into remote play on my switch and basically get what xCloud is, uh, which we talked about you know, a few months ago when, when Skip was on for the first time with us talking about xCloud, where he was just basically able to play every yeah. Xbox games he owned or Games Pass right there on his uh, phone. That's pretty impressive. If I could do that on a Switch with my like library of PlayStation games, I would be the happiest person ever because that's everything I need. All the buttons are there. It's got the touchscreen to mimic the touchpad if you needed it to, uh, and that would be insanely awesome, and I would 
like my head would explode from the fact that video game like in 2020 we've gone means, this far <laughs> yeah that video games in 2020 means that i can play my playstation games on my Nintendo switch uh, which would have been unthinkable five you know uh, two years ago let yeah. alone you know now um so that would be insane but also dedicated device which is what i i'm pretty sure i've said multiple times oh, on yeah. the show is i would love there to be a dual shock with a screen that just is for remote play yeah. like it doesn't need its own games uh, I think I talked about this when we talked about whether or not uh, Sony would ever do anything again after Vita production shut down, where it's like, I don't necessarily need a Vita 2. Like, I love the Vita, but I don't need it to have its own games. I don't need it to be this, like, handheld little brother. I would very much love, though, a little screen. Like, it could be the size of my phone, but it has a, a dual shock affixed to either side, like a Switch, that I could play remote play. Like, it would just have a Wi-Fi radio in it that I could play in my house or wherever I was. Uh, and I would buy that thing uh, every day of the week. Mm-hmm. Like it would be such a good idea. I can't believe they haven't done it. But it seems now they're at least open to something like this. What would you guys rather see? Uh, apps on other systems or a dedicated handheld thing or both? Uh, I mean, you know, logistically, the app like on a Switch kind of thing would make the most sense. Yeah. Uh, but going back to being the person who loves weird accessories and stuff, I would absolutely be down for buying like a super screen controller kind of thingy if they did that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I would, I would, I would love that. And I would also buy one right away if they yeah. did that. I mean, you bought extra buttons for your PlayStation. I paid 30 bucks for two buttons. <laughs> yeah. You're a hundred percent in their target market there. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, like the pot, like my mind is now like, please let this be a real thing and not just some like survey, you know, idea that yeah. never comes to fruition. Yeah. Because uh, I want that. Because I really wish I could play remote play better than I can now. Like it's available on Android now, so technically I could use it on my phone, but I don't have a controller grip to then use the DualShock. Like I know I can get one, but it just seems like I'd rather have something a little bit bigger. I'd rather have something a little bit more dedicated. Yeah. Um, given how like I haven't had a great experience with remote play in the past, I don't know if that was the Vita's fault or Sony's fault. Or, like I don't know who's to blame here. Um, but I, you know, I haven't gone out to do that. But I would very much like to play remote play because I, you know, want to so watch... used to it now with the Switch. Yeah, know? exactly. I'm like I sometimes I want to watch TV and play video games at the same time, and that'd be so great to be able to do that the way I can with the Switch. Right. Uh, and the switch like changed gaming almost mm-hmm. to where it's it's TV and it's portable and it's the best of both worlds. Give me that Sony, please. Well, like now Sony has always been the most um, stingy, I guess you would say, when it comes to working with other mm-hmm. uh, companies. They were always the ones that were the most resistant to like the crossplay stuff. Yep. Like they started to cave on on some things here and there. Do Are you they think... fully caved now with with regards to crossplay? Yeah. Um, now, do you think like they would be the ones to take this massive step, considering how like unresponsive to this they've been in the past? Part of me says no because they're just like we're winning. Why would we ever yeah. cater to you guys? But I think they might also see the writing on the wall of like other companies are now doing things differently. Like Microsoft doesn't seem to care as much about the box. Because they have Games Pass. Games Pass is available on PC. All of their first-party exclusives re- release day and date with PC. They're playing nice with Nintendo. They're giving them Cuphead. They're, you know, 
we had the news piece a few months ago about Xbox Live in some form or fashion coming to Switch, whether it was through integration for games or something dedicated like an Xbox Live app or something like that. Like there were those rumors, you know, uh, xCloud is, you know, here and works, you know, we like, like we said, Skip talked about it here and how both he could stream directly from his Xbox and have a seamless thing, or he had his whole library via the cloud that was available wherever he had Wi-Fi. So I think they might be seeing these different ways to play and using that as like, a, hey, guys, we, we can't just keep doing things the way we've been doing them since 1996 or whatever. Like, we got to do something a little different. And if it saves them money to not build a dedicated device, to just partner up with Nintendo, who seems to be willing to work with the big boys because they don't, they're not in competition, you know, hardware wise. I think it makes sense to do it, and I think they they might realize that now. Um, even if it's just like honestly, even if it's just like Android TV, like that's pretty cool because that means that your system could be in one room and you don't have to move your system to play in a different room. Like it'd be cool to go like lay in bed and play PlayStation, hmm. even though my PlayStation is downstairs. You know, like I think that would be a really sweet feature. Uh, same thing with like the Apple TV. Like if you have your Apple TV in one room and your PlayStation in another room. The, perfect and it's a lot easier to move an apple tv than it is to move the playstation yeah yeah um so if you had something like that i think that would be a really worthwhile thing for sony to do maybe the switch is a stretch maybe we don't go that far with it but at least the android tv apple tv stuff seems like it makes more sense yeah um from a possibility standpoint but yeah give me it on the switch give me a dedicated device uh i don't care i want it though <laughs> just make it make it a thing that i can uh that i can purchase would you pay for like uh, the app if they put it on the Switch? Like if that's like their compromise that you have to pay for it or like a subscription fee or something? Uh, yeah, probably. Like uh, the reason I don't play uh, pay for PS Now mm-hmm. currently is because I have to play it on my PS4. Yeah. And it's really just older PS4 games that I already own. It's PS3 games that I don't really necessarily care to go back and play. Um, that was also one of the things from the survey was do you want to be able to play – uh, remote play with like ps1 and ps2 games so that would imply like maybe those will come to ps now um so like if ps now came to the switch yeah. and had both my library of games that i own mm-hmm. plus backwards compatible ps1 like subscription style games uh yeah i probably would yeah i don't see like i couldn't imagine not doing that especially if it was reasonably priced because i think what games pass is super cheap right like, yeah, I think it's $10 a month. Yeah, but they have sales all the time and people are getting it for a dollar and, you know, whatever. Yeah. So if Sony did something comparable where they're like, hey, we've completely revamped PS Now. It is now more inclusive with more games and more ways to play, then yeah, I probably would. Yeah. Um, especially if I could have access to all of the games that I currently have on PS4. Or if I had access to all my like library of PS3 games that I own already right. that I'm never going to plug my system or turn my system back on to play. Um, so if I could, if you could somehow bring my library, my PlayStation library under one app, oh yeah, I would pay for that all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah, I mean, for with sure. you guys? Yeah, definitely. Mm. Especially with the older generation stuff. Like, well, they said that that's probably coming to the PS5, which means that the technology is going to be available for them to maybe be able to do this in the yeah. future. Yeah. And like, I'm getting a PS5, like it's already a thing that I know. So right. whether it's a PS4 feature or a PS5 feature, I just want that feature. Yeah. yeah. 
Now, I was just thinking, like, what if they, uh, I mean, it wouldn't go towards, like, the handheld kind of thing, but what if they made, like, when you buy the PlayStation 5, this, like, same day that those came out, they also released something that was, like, a PlayStation 5, like, Fire Stick. That was, like, a, just the streaming. Just, version. like, yeah, like, you can put your system in your main console, but then for, like, your other TVs, you, if you wanted to, you could just buy, like, this thing that you could just plug into the USB port, or into the, like, HDMI port on... Mm-hmm any of your other TVs and then just stream from your main console downstairs to like your bedroom TV to yes. like your other, you know, spare bedroom TV. <laughs> He's already saying yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Cause then like, but like, I mean, I guess it would depend on the range of it. Cause then could I bring that to my friend's house? Like, could I bring that over somewhere and be like, Hey, you got to check out this new PS5 game. And then it just connects to the Wi-Fi. here. I just got this thing and it connects to the Wi-Fi and it's seamless and it's quick. If that's the case, then all day. Yeah. Because um, you could just bring that everywhere, mm. and especially if you can connect multiple controllers, be like, "Hey, like we got to play this new co-op game. I don't have to bring a duffel bag with all my controllers and all the cables and all the systems, and I got to worry about oh, I set it up for 4K display at my house, but your TV doesn't have 4K, so now I got to redo the whole thing. Like all the bullshit that comes with moving a system from house to house, I wouldn't have to deal with that. So yes, absolutely. Uh, and Joe said it, so it's going to be a thing now, which I can't wait for. Way to go, Joe. There we go. Yeah, um, it's going to be great. So, yes, more options to play the things that I want to play for everybody, like for Switch, for Xbox. Like, I want people to be able to play any games they own in a multitude and variety of ways that are all easy. So, yes. <laughs> any question you could possibly ask that. <laughs> would you want this super easy to use device that has everything you want? Well, yes, yes, I would. It also feeds you. Yeah, sure, absolutely. It changes me, pays me, clothes me, you know. Absolutely. Let's do it. Uh, all right. Lightning round. Uh, we talk about the Switch all the time being a port machine in the greatest of terms. Like it's a term of endearment as much as it is a detriment because it's a new way to play things. Uh, rumors have uh, come up uh, that an old Wii U game, which obviously the Switch is known to have a lot of Wii U ports, mm-hmm. uh, may be coming to both the Switch and PS4, though you're going to need to pay for it if you want to show your support uh, rumor is Platinum Games is looking to launch a Kickstarter. It could already be available. The rumor says that the day this episode goes out, it could be available. Uh, that the Wonderful 101 uh, may be getting a Kickstarter to bring it to the Switch and the PS4. How do you guys feel about that? Did you ever play the Wonderful 101? Uh, I never played the Wonderful 101. John, did you? No, because it was a Wii U game and I never had a Wii U. Oh, yeah. I had a Wii U. Um, uh, it was one of those games that like I always kind of intended to play because everyone always talked about how good it was yeah um but i just never ended up buying it mm-hmm. uh which yeah, it happens with like a lot of those games uh i was saying like i never played okami before and those one of those games where everyone says you got to play okami so great and it's been ported on like every system yeah you can play it on your fucking phone yeah but i, I never got around to playing it mm-hmm. wonderful 101 was also one of those um uh and also just because it was a Wii U exclusive, and like even when I had the Wii U, like I, it was hard to get me to want to play something on the Wii U, mm-hmm. uh, just because it was just such a mess. Yeah, it was a it was a bad console. Yeah, um, but yeah, I have I've been not not hearing rumors, but like everybody has been demanding. Yeah, a, a wonderful one on one port for the Switch. Everyone's saying like if you're porting all this stuff for the Switch, if you're po- porting Tekken or Pokemon tournament, like yeah. Port one for one on one. It's it's a great game that everybody loved uh, that played it. I just don't think that a lot of people played it was the no. problem because it was on the. It's Wii a launch U. game, yeah, for Wii U. Uh, for launch I don't think so. window, it was close like to the launch, yeah. but yeah. 
yeah, I guess the, the rumor is that they want to launch a Kickstarter because uh, Platinum, the makers of Wonderful 101, went around to several different uh, publishers and nobody nobody cared to try to put this game out. Um, but I think there is a want and a need for it, like you said. So rather than doing a Kickstarter to say like, hey, we want to see if there's interest in this game and we need help creating it. Hmm. They're like, no, 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 we just need help putting it out. Yeah, because uh, my first thought was like, you're Platinum. Like you can, you make a new game like two new games months, a year, yeah. you know. Um, but they've never put out their own game. Yeah, they've always had a publisher for every single game they've made. Um, and this time they couldn't get a publisher, so now they have to go another route. And yeah. this is the most you know logical route, I guess, at that point. Yeah, because like, granted, yes, they are a big company. They probably could publish it, self publish it if they wanted to. They probably have the clout and the money to be able to do so. But it is a massive financial risk to put out a game that's a remake that you that think was is it, there. It like, was it was a loved game that was not played much because of the system that it was on. Yeah, so, so like, there are tons of people that just didn't have the chance to try it. Yeah, um, but will those people end up actually trying it? Is a is a huge gamble if you're going to try to do this. So it it does make sense to go out to the fans and be like, hey. Do you guys want this game? If so, give us thirty dollars now, and you'll get it when we finish doing it in six months or whatever. Yeah. Um, and this at least makes more sense than most game kickstarters, which is we need help. We need your help making the game, which is like, okay, are are you we gonna get this game or is it gonna fail? Is it gonna take super long? Is it gonna suck when it gets here? Like, at least with this, you know what the game is. You know that you can go back and read the reviews and say, yeah, it's a great game. They just need to put it on the new system and put it out. Hmm. So, well, I mean, if they did, uh, I'd pitch into it. I'd give it a try. Yeah. yeah, this would be finally the thing that got you to play it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna hook up my my Wii U to play it, but I would totally play it on the Switch if it was there. Yeah. Well, and then to fuel the rumors too, they've tweeted out a picture of um, Hideo Kamiya or Hideki Kamiya. Hideki Kamiya. Um, I got it right this wow. time. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's a general like revoking f- your Japanese photo card. bombing, uh, but on like the background is the the his computer says one oh one. Yeah, it's like the time on his computer. But more importantly, it also says the tenth of October or the first of October underneath it, and this was tweeted out today. So that's a hundred percent like put in there for a reason. Yeah. The one oh one thing yeah. I think could could have been consequential or you know coincidental. coincidental. Wow, I can't even speak today. No. But the fact that it says October first, that's not real. And there's a switch in the the like the corner of the picture too. Unless they've been just sitting on this picture of him for the last three months for no reason. Yeah. And well, so October first coinc- is one hundred and one. So. Well, that's my point. Yeah. Yeah. That's why, and, and the fact that it was tweeted today. Yeah. You know, the one twenty three or whenever it was tweeted. And there's a switch in the picture. Yeah. So. Yeah. Even though they're working on playing a switch game, yeah. so of course he would have a switch nearby. Yeah. No, confirmed. But, but switch is yeah, in the, the one hundred and one. Yeah. The time thing was just like, yeah, that's a coincidence, but it's the, not. The, the date. It's when not October first. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Well, maybe October first then is when their game will come out, but they need a Kickstarter first. Uh, it could. I mean, that'd be a great time to put it out. What's What's the date? Like, is it a Tuesday or a Friday? That'll That'll decide it. Oh yeah. Well, October first. October first is a Thursday, so probably uh, not. No, that's just oh, because rumor it's one hundred and one. Yeah. Yeah, you'd put it on a Thursday because it's one hundred and one, but. I guess if it's kickstarted, it doesn't have to come out on Tuesday no. or Friday. Yeah, no, that's exactly. true. Yeah, they, and it might just be digital only. Might not get a physical release. Yeah, might, you know, so they can put it out whenever they want. 
yeah, they're not beholden to a publisher saying like, no, it needs to be a Tuesday or a Friday. Yeah. So I guess uh, we'll see come this week, I guess at the earliest, since the rumor says that Monday the 3rd is when we're supposed to get this news of this Kickstarter. So you guys might already know before you listen to this episode, but we do not quite yet. Uh, all right, the lightning round. Uh, Apex Legends is starting a new season soon. So uh, with that comes a new character, uh, though this one was done in an actually surprising way. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, normally I don't think we really talk too much about like character announcements. Uh, you know, every once in a while when they're kind of interesting, and this one was certainly done interesting. Um, so, uh, what the fuck is the studio that makes us respawn? Yes, respawn. Uh, respawn teased their. They put out a trailer for the new uh, legend to be added to Apex Legends. Uh, it was a guy called Forge, um, who was you know pitched as like a. A sports legend in other types of sports in, in their universe. Yeah, uh, I don't know if they really went into what it was that he was popular for playing. Uh, kind of got like a like Olympic-y kind of feel to him because he was wearing like a gold medal around his neck. Um, so it seemed like they were kind of implying that he he was big in some other like major sport. Um, and they showed off a first trailer announcement for him for him being added to the game. Uh, and then a little while later, they came out with another video that was supposed to be like a you know, quote unquote interview with Forged about like his, you know, being added to the game. Um, and then, uh, partway through the video, uh, they experience, uh, like an electrical interruption. And then all of a sudden a new character appears behind Forge. Uh, kills him, splattering blood all over the interviewer. Uh, and then it turns out that the new character was actually a new character called Revenant, uh, who is an assassin android. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he was the actual new character, and all of the stuff with Forge was like subterfuge. is a, yeah. a red herring uh, for this cool new reveal, which I thought was done in a really cool way. I definitely was not expecting it. No. Because um, normally you just come out with a character and it's like, okay, here's the new, here's the new guy. Same thing with Overwatch. Always did this, where it's just like, all right, here's the new character. Uh, here's what they do. Here's when they'll be available. Uh, have fun. Here's a little cutscene of yeah. them, kind of thing. Uh, but no, this was actually really well done, mm-hmm. and it sucks because the the Revenant character leaked weeks ago, and so those super in tune to the Apex Legends, you know, game, War. were like, oh, okay, Revenant's coming. Revenant's coming. When is Revenant going to be announced? Revenant's coming. And then Forge got announced and all the things I saw were like, oh, I guess Revenant's not the thing. Like, I guess the leaks were wrong. Like, I can't believe it. And then it turns out like, no, the leaks were right. So the, like, you know, you kind of tricked the internet for a second and then made them right again, which they, they came out and said, like, we're really sad that this one leaked. Yeah, this once again, was, leaks ruined a lot. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, I, I get that leaks are fun and people like to know when things are coming, uh, but in instances like this yeah it does it does suck because this isn't just a straightforward announcement yeah like with the switch pro model i said just confirm that it's real because that's just a straightforward announcement you're just going to tell us there's a switch pro it's going to come out it's going to cost x it's going to be available whenever this is at least something different where it's like they tried to do something unique well see now what i'm wondering is was the ford stuff a response to the leak so, know. like, originally, were they just going to release Revenant and be like, here's Revenant, like, our new character. But then it leaked, so they said, all right, let's like, this got leaked, off. so let's just fuck with people now. Put out a, like, a red herring character and say, like, oh, no, it wasn't this guy, it's this guy instead. And then they, like, did all this as a response to it. I don't think so. This seems like a lot. And 
from what I was reading, it does seem like the the death of this character has bigger implications on the lore and the world of Titanfall Apex Legends. To where like this person is something like important and his death is also an important thing, not just uh like a switcheroo for a character reveal. Well, I mean, I was thinking about it, like, in the sense of, if you're taking this stuff as it is, like, story-based wise, yeah. um, and this is, like, a sport that everyone watches on TV, we just, like, this is just a straight-up murder. <laughs> yeah. So, like, are they just gonna let this guy, ne- like, now compete in this thing? Like, this would be, like, if, you know, like, one of the guys competing in the Super Bowl just, like, murdered somebody. He's like, alright, see you at the Super Bowl, you know? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Because I mean, like now, if he shows up in this major sports tournament, they're like, "Yeah, we just watched that guy murder someone on TV. Why is he being allowed to compete?" But isn't the point of the game to murder other people? Yeah, but in the game. Yeah. This was outside of the game, though. Yeah. So this is just a straight up murder. Like if if there was like a game called like Murder Sport, and everybody got to go and murder people in that. You're still not supposed to murder people outside of murder sport. Then that just meant murder is legal across the world. <laughs> That's true. Yes. Um, so yeah, I mean, so I, I wonder if that will factor into like the storyline. Like, is this person now infiltrating the game? He's not a sanctioned. Is Revenant like a non-sanctioned entity yeah. in this thing? Yeah. Did he just like come up with it himself and enter himself in? Are the like, lights going to go down and the lights come back on and now he can fight? Yeah, I don't something like that. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's unsanctioned. unsanctioned. Uh, yeah, unsanctioned I, don't know. That. I mean, he the lights went off when he murdered that guy. So. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's just a cool way to do it, though. Maybe like, it's a double swerve. Yeah. Maybe that guy comes back and then he's the next character after that, and he he didn't die the whole time. Yeah, he's just gonna come back with like a big scar on his chest. Well, we don't even know where he got stabbed. He could have got stabbed. It in looked the shoulder. like he like went like that. Like, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it's possible that both characters are good. like because they announced when they announced Forge originally, like they announced all his abilities they you know they did all these things that made it seem like a legit new character so it's possible that he may be this the may next be, new character or they could just put two characters in this season and be like ah, oh, you know look at that like we got you and here's an extra bonus mm. kind of thing i don't know maybe um but yeah i just thought it was a really cool way to do it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh all right lightning round uh ea's earnings report came out this week now this isn't something that we normally discuss because a lot of times it's just, you know, financial mm-hmm. mumbo-jumbo and doesn't really uh, make much sense in a news perspective. Uh, but one thing stuck out like crazy in this one, and that is uh, in the last 12 months, uh, basically all of 2019, uh, EA made a reported $2.835 billion from what they call their live services, uh, which are better known to the rest of the gaming world as microtransactions. So nearly $3 billion in microtransactions. So I know we all say we hate microtransactions and we wish they'd go away. This is why they're not. Mm. Because EA made $3 billion in a year from it. And it was the biggest like percentage of their profit margin. Really? Yeah. Uh, based on you know all of the data of like games that they have, mobile games that they have, and microtransactions. Oh, mobile games. I didn't even think about that. Because I mean, when you when you told us that, you know, we started saying like, oh well, like what would be the games that were making this money? And John, you're saying like FIFA is probably one of their biggest things. Yeah, FIFA, Madden, NHL all have Ultimate Team, which is just you buy card packs with real world money to build these teams that you then compete with online. 
and people spend out the ass for those because mm-hmm. uh, it's it's all completely random it's all loot boxy and uh, so you've got that you've got battlefront had microtransactions like I've, I've seen uh, i've seen battlefield like, has them on twitch people like just open those card packs yeah and they accept donations from people watching them on twitch to open and ones. then they put that money they earned for the donations to just keep opening more and more card packs yeah it's pretty crazy the amount of like you know people just want to sit there and watch somebody open digital cards and be like oh i got this guy yeah it's insane to me and i don't understand it but yet i mean but that and that's obviously an outlier there are people that just buy them to buy them so Um, you watch people play open trading card packs online i know but at least those are like a physical thing that you own at that point this is just their way of like having the endorphins of opening something without having to pay for it oh yeah like i understand it i'm just kind of blown away by the amount of money that goes into it yep yep kind of thing billions Yeah, so but yeah, I wasn't even thinking what you said. I, I didn't even think about like phone games. Like yeah, EA, has EA has tons and tons games. of phone games yeah. as well. And those are microtransaction machines. Yeah. Gotta get your gems and your diamonds and your whatever. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, if this was just consoles, it'd be a staggering number, like even more so. Uh, it does make more sense when you think about it from mobile games, but still, microtransactions are the, just the way of games now. The way and, of the future. Three, nearly three billion dollars is—it's crazy. I'd take three billion dollars. Wouldn't we all? Hmm. I would take one billion dollars. I would take one million dollars. Yeah, I would take twenty dollars. Yeah, right. I was thinking like I would take about uh, what a hundredth of that. I'd take a hundred grand. I'd be happy with that. Yeah, I'd take a (laughs) hundred. I want a hundred dollars the casino recently, and I was over the moon. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Doesn't really do much, and it's going to go away immediately. But boy, does it feel good in this moment! Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and I have to walk away from it. But yeah, no, it's a it's an insane amount, and uh, clear evidence that this is never going away. We're just going to have microtransactions forever, mm-hmm. at least in some form. Like, granted, you do this to yourselves, people. Yeah, but like EA got a lot of backlash with Battlefront, you know, with their microtransactions, and they changed it uh, to a certain extent and made things easier to get and easier to obtain mm-hmm. and less obtuse, but it's always going to be there but yeah yeah crazy how much they make uh well if you don't want to spend microtransaction money to get games or get things in games you can always get games for free assuming you subscribe to one of the following services lightning round uh it's the beginning of the month uh as it is the second of february so some of these games will already be available some will be available starting this coming tuesday uh, but we've got playstation plus games with gold and stadia pro games mm. uh to go over this month so joe what do you got uh, we'll start with uh, PlayStation, because it's always the quickest one to go through. Although Stadia only has two games also, right? Correct. Okay. Um, uh, PlayStation has three this month. It does? It does. I only have the listing of two. I know you do, and I'll tell you what the other one is as soon as you're done with the first two. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I found it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See? See how quick that was? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, PlayStation uh, games, uh, whatever the fuck this thing is called. PlayStation Plus. PlayStation, PlayStation Plus, Plus yeah. uh, is going to be... Well, technically, actually, this one is five games. It's technically five games. Yeah. It's a good month. Yeah, you're going to get uh, the Bioshock Collection, which is Bioshock, Bioshock 2, and Bioshock Infinite. So you're getting three games of that one. Which is good, because uh, I've never played a Bioshock game. Really? Never. Play the first one and don't touch the other two. I like Bioshock Infinite a lot. Yeah, uh, I've Bioshock... heard good things about Bioshock Infinite. Not that it's anywhere near the quality of the original Bioshock, but... Bioshock 2 wasn't bad. It was just kind of like Generic. obviously felt like a like cash-in game yeah. as opposed to because it was one of those ones that was like made by a different studio yeah. and just use a lot of recycled assets and stuff it's not too bad on its own it's just you were just like oh yeah this is clearly just a cash-in yeah. 
the other uh, game, the, the the standard one, I guess, uh, is Sims 4. Which is kind of cool. Like, which I honestly will probably download that and play it, because I have not played a Sims game since, like, Sims 1. I've never played a Sims game either. I played, like, Sims City and, like, the things that spawned mm. the Sims, but I never played The Sims. I used to play the crap out of Sims 2 on the PC. Mm. Yeah. I played a lot of Sims 1. Yeah, so and had like, big had like games, eight so. of the expansion packs and stuff that yeah. they put out for them. Uh, so I'll definitely give Sims 4 a try. Yeah. Uh, and then the uh, the other one uh, is Firewall Zero Hour, uh, which is a free PSVR PS game. game. Yep. Which uh, we haven't gotten a free PSVR game in a while. No, there was a not. point where like you got one with every... Back when you still got like six games. It was like, it wasn't every month, but it was like, here's this one and it's available for like two or three months. So yeah. just get it while you can. Uh, and I think this is the same scenario where it's like, it's going to be available till March or something like that. Uh, but I'm excited. We played that game. I thought it was fun. We played, remember, it was like free uh, for yes, that weekend. I, well, it, uh, and you brought the gun over. I, I bought that with the gun. I bought the one that came with the gun. I yeah, think. but we played it here because I had it like free. Yeah, that yeah it was weekend. free that weekend. Um, and you had it installed, and you're like, bring the gun over so you don't have to install it because it's going to take forever. Yeah. Uh, and I quite like that game, so I'll be down to have that. It might even make me buy the gun. Uh, the controls were kind of wonky and had to, it was like weird to get used to because yeah. it was one of those ones where like you had like point to where you wanted to move as opposed to just like move to where you wanted to move kind of thing. I feel like there's a setting that you can change and it's based on like if yeah. you have motion sickness or not. You can have fluid movement or if you don't like it, you can jump from point to point. Which like I don't get super motion sickness, but I also really, really hate the like point and move from point to point. Yeah, I just always hate it because, like, you would do that, and then all of a sudden you're getting, like, shot from behind. You're yeah. just like, oh, fuck. Like, where am I? I let me, like, reorient myself well, that, every time. Remember that happened? I was, like, all of a sudden getting shot, and I turned, and there was, like, a guy in my face. And I was like, <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh, my God. Please go away. Uh, okay, onward to uh, Xbox stuff. Uh, you are going to be getting for the first uh, starting yesterday? Yeah, available now. Yeah, available now uh, was uh, TT Isle of Man. Which, do you know what that is? Yeah, the Isle of Man is a island, uh, and there's a, it's a race. I think it's uh, like motorbike racing. Oh, okay, you're right then. I, I yeah. just looked at that, I was like, TT Isle of Man, I have no idea what kind of game this is. And it's then I looked at Tales. it, and I was like, oh no, it's a it's a motorcycle racing game. Yeah, yeah, Because uh, I don't get that from the name. Uh, no. and what then, you do if you're a big fan of motorcycle racing, because yeah, you I know guess. that is like a major race in mm. motorcycle racing in Europe. Uh, and then the other one is the Xbox 360 game, uh, which is Fable Heroes, which I don't even remember this being a game. No, I looked this up when I saw the list, and I was like, um, what? I think this was an arcade game. Yeah, I, I believe so also. But, uh, I mean, I played a lot of, like, Fable 1, 2, and 3, uh, and completely do not remember Fable Heroes at all. Might have even uh, been a mobile game, honestly. <laughs> Like, the characters are, like, little dolls, but, like, doll versions. And I remembered, like, Fable 3 had a thing where, like, doll trading was a yeah, big part of it. Yeah, you had to collect all the dolls. Yeah, and one of the achievements was, like, collect all the dolls, but you had to, like, meet 16 different people and, like, trade dolls with them to yep. get them all. Yeah. Um, and it was one of those ones where, like, everybody hated it because they could never get all the dolls. And one of the dolls was, um, like, a, a virus thing where, like, you had to have met someone who had met the, the like the creator yeah you could only like get it from somebody that like worked on the game or something yeah like that. yeah and now uh, that you can't play it online you can never get that trophy yep uh so Your achievement, uh, not trophies that's a, a thing i guess people sure. might once again play uh, microsoft's bringing out the good games yeah 
Uh, and then uh, the games that will be coming out in the second half of the month, the ones that come out on the 16th, are uh, Call of Cthulhu uh, and Star Wars Battlefront on the original Xbox. Which is a great game, too. Mm-hmm. Call of Cthulhu like, came out in like November. <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty recent game that came out. Uh, apparently, it was. I don't know if it was originally a budget game, but the 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 is the, the ERP is forty dollars. So, so it's that, a one that went down the, really fast. It's a remake of the Xbox game. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I don't really care about that, but uh, the Star Wars Battlefront, I definitely want to give that a try. Uh, because uh, yeah, I didn't really get into the new one, but I did like the old one a lot. Did that that one still had online? Yeah, or was Battlefront two the first one with online? I think two was the first one with online. That but, one like was only split screen mm. um, that was a good game though yeah but uh i mean only really one good thing with that one i think i don't really care about any of the other stuff I'm definitely not interested in fable heroes but i will play star wars battlefront but that is an xbox original game yeah um but uh the playstation one that's good stuff on that at least i would definitely give uh, i'll i'll have uh, i'll play i'll play bioshock infinite again and yeah. i'll play sims 4 like i said yeah uh but uh adam you're the only one with uh, the Stadia, fucking, yeah, that yeah, thing. that's true. Literally, I think the, the only world. one who <laughs> yeah. ever bought a Stadia. Um, <clears throat> I had all the games to my library. I haven't touched them, but I had them all. Uh, my three months are up this month, so I don't think I'll, I might. If if these games end up being good, I might pay for one more month just to finish them out. Because uh, I actually am really excited about both of these. Uh, the first one is Metro Exodus, which I've always wanted to play the Metro games, never have. Uh, I, is that one's kind of weird? Because like. I did hear good things about it. Yeah. But I didn't hear anyone play it. No. When they keep making them, this is, I think, Exodus is the third, third game, yeah? game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so clearly people keep buying them, and I hear nothing but good things, and I hear the story's really engrossing. Uh, so I've always been really intrigued by the the prospect of a Metro game, but have never like bought the bullet and purchased one. So to have one for free now is very exciting. Um, so I, I will probably give that a try. Uh, and then the other one is a timed Stadia exclusive uh, called Guilt, which uh, the description here is Face Your Fears in Guilt. This is G-Y-L-T, a haunting tale about bullying and childhood nightmares as you help Sally navigate a creepy world to rescue her missing cousin, Emily. Guilt is available only on Stadia. Um, so it's from Tequila Works. This was one that we talked about in one of the like Stadia Connect videos where it looks like a you know cartoony creepy silent hill type game yeah i was definitely interested in this one it was the only thing i mean you know most of the other stuff was available on other consoles but that was the one that made me go like oh shit like i kind of want to play that yeah so if it's the stadia exclusive i might have to buy a stadia because that looks really good yeah well you can just come over and play it yeah well now i mean i didn't i didn't think at the time that it would be given away for free you know a couple months after stadia came out so, uh, I mean, if you still have Stadia, and I mean, everybody's renewals are now coming up because, you know, it's been three months since it came out. So if you're still getting pro and uh, add it to your library and give it a shot, I will try it. I don't know how much I'll get into it, but I will I will try it. I've got, a, I think, the two weeks left or three weeks left on my three months free. So we'll see. You and don't it, like being scared, though. No, but this is, I mean, I don't like being scared when it's in my face. I don't know how this will play. No, but I don't think anybody does. I don't think it's been out yet. I honestly don't know. Uh, I haven't heard anything about it, so I'm, I'm going to give it a shot. And it's free, so what do I care? Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, cool. All right. Anything I missed for the lightning round? Not lightning round for this week. No. No? 
Cool. Well, that'll do it then for the lightning round, not lightning round, which will do it for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, so let us know whether or not you believe Nintendo about no Switch Pro coming in 2020. Uh, are you going to buy the Animal Crossing box or the console itself? Uh, what do you think about Pokemon Home? Is it too much? Is it not enough? Does it do enough things? Do you wish it did more? Um, would you like to see a wonderful 101 returned to next-gen consoles? Uh, and what games are you looking forward to playing for free this month? Uh, let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. But once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And thanks so much for listening. Happy football, guys. Ooh.